Am I making any sense? We've got our uh, outside two mints <laughs> with a little beer in it. Why not? Bimo, welcome to the podcast. Let's, let's, let's. I really appreciate you coming out here. Boom. Cheers. Oh, Here's to health and <laughs> whatever else we can get in 2020, right? Yep, all that. All that. Health all that. and hopefully something better than what's happening. So I have been wanting to get you on because you're kind of at the crossroads of many different things. <laughs> so you are, you know, obviously we know each other through stand-up. You're stand-up, uh, stand-up comic, so you're a performer. You're a producer. You run multiple shows. But you're also uh, a brewer and a restauranteur. So you've been affected thrice as much as the average person. And I've always said this. I feel like comedy is kind of like, um, I, I call it the, um, it's the propaganda wing of the alcohol industrial complex. <laughs> Meaning you don't really sell comedy without alcohol. <laughs> you can sell alcohol without comedy, but comedy and alcohol are kind of like, joined at the hip, right? So I, I've been saying, I don't know, at least at the level I'm at and the level that most of the people I'm podcasting with, we're not going to be back to it until bars are back to it not, and breweries are back to it. Not, so not, not me, not me. You're, well, you're back to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be back. You're going to be back? So yeah. talk to me. Well, first off, let's rewind. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. rewind because yeah. I just, that was a big, huge That was a lot. lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. Can I correct one thing? Yeah. I'm in the brewery business. Okay. I don't brew myself. True. But you know what? That that's it's funny. I, I only make the distinction because um I like I get introduced as a brewer. Like no one really knows what I, I do in the brewery business. And that's that's a that's a pretty good assessment. I don't really know what I do either in the brewery business. I just kind of contribute and I guess more on the restaurant tour side, like yeah. run, help running the brewery yeah, and, and a little putting bit, butts in seats. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, um, so that, that besides, besides that, everything else he said was beautiful. I appreciate it. Make, okay. make, you make me feel pretty, pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So, I mean, how have you, what is the sense you've got? Because I know right as of today, our governor, and this is, we can get into the discussion about this. I mean, I don't know. Right now, there's no right or wrong because everyone has their concerns and everyone has their angles that they're coming at with this thing. But as of today, we've got another announcement that the governor kind of said, whoa, whoa, whoa. We thought you could get back to it, but you can't. When, when was the writing on the wall? Because we haven't spoken since probably February, I want to say. Because right. I think I did the February Pick Your Poison. Right. And then we might've chatted one or two more times at an open mic, but I haven't seen you for forever. So forever. talk to me about just everything that's been going on with you, with the industry and how it kind of, I mean, it's crazy times. What can I say? Yeah, it is. It is. So, you know, for me personally, um, from the, the performer side of things, yeah. you know, as, as a comic, um, it was, it was a pretty hard, hard hit um, to, to lose all of that. Because, um, you know, like w with anything, you always feel like you're about to level up where, whatever that means. Right. Like, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, I was feeling good. 
Yeah, like you're 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 right on the cusp, right? And and for me, I feel like I was on the cusp of getting like a bringer show, and I, I noticed like you know our our local powerhouse club had started to open its doors to the local comedy scene a little yeah. bit more, and um, I had been like I talked to a few people about being on one of these bringer shows, so it was pretty close for me to actually get time yeah. on the improv stage. Yeah, and when I first started. You know, that would have been like, oh my God, that's right. going to take years. Yeah. But now that I know what a bringer show is, no disrespect to bringer shows, but now yeah. that I know the difference yeah. from like being a feature on a weekend or hosting yeah. versus getting a shot on a bringer show, but I felt like Putting I was some close. butts in seats on a Tuesday or something. Right. And yeah. I can do that. And so yeah. like I was close to that. And so I was a little depressed there as a producer. I, I just started to get some focus on like a third show basically. And I had aspirations of the brewery getting back open because yeah. obviously Santa Clara Valley Brewing sold and yes. was, was closed and, and the new brewery in its place, narrative fermentations has plans and, in, in you know, doing comedy entertainment, uh, entertainment. Uh, th- that's a very good way to put it. Cause yeah. there will, it will be entertainment music, music yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so from that perspective, I was a little down and out in March and I was also getting to be a part of, um, the Wednesday night open mic that was going to be held at um, Pier 402 with uh, Mighty Mike McGee and Ruben Escobedo. Like, there's a committee. Of oh, eight. I went to one of those. The, you know what's funny? I went to one, and then I, w- I went the next week, and they were like, it shut down. Yeah. Because that was the day that the NBA shut down. And I think Ruben, credit to him, he the, the state wasn't shut down yet, but credit to him, he saw the writing on the wall, and he said, you know what? We're canceling. And, um, you know, so you know I only had that? gone to one, you know, you know, what's so funny about that is, um, it wasn't Ruben. I'm going to take credit for that. That was me. Okay. Uh, that was me. Okay. No, the fun part was, is we were at the meeting and we all sat down and people kind of leaned on wanting to cancel it. Yeah. And, well, as of afternoon, it was still on right. because I didn't check my feed and I just like at we seven were o'clock sitting, or no, whatever. We were sitting down at Pier 402. Oh, I must have just with, missed you guys. With like three or four comics. Like, yeah. Or maybe more than that at this point. We're having the meeting. Yeah. And they're, they're talking about canceling. And they're, they're, you know, Ruben and everyone, everyone's being involved. And I just kept saying to people, I was like, we're here. Yeah. We have COVID if, you know, we're, we're fucked if we're here, basically. And, yeah. And, and so maybe we should do it. And I talked about it. And then everyone's like, well, we should maybe vote on it. The mic is the problem. A lot of spittle in mics. Yeah. And... I was like, whoops. <laughs> well, so uh, yeah, I wanted to tell you this before we started. Quick sidebar. I do sanitize all these and I run these through the um, washer and dryer prior to everyone. So I try to be as clean as possible to make it safe for the guests. We so, appreciate that. Yeah. And we're we're further apart than I would normally podcast. It's not right. six feet, but we're, we got at least three and a half. Well, and we're like, you know, we're talking. Exactly. Talking I, I didn't want to face each other and be like, so I'm <laughs> like, we're going to be. Yeah, I like it. but anyway, so you're talking. Oh, so so then it comes down to you know, it's basically like, should we vote? Okay, and everyone was a little hesitant because I I had exhibited some energy as if we should still do it, right? And everyone's like, or do we need a minute to think about it? And I was like, well, I'm ready to vote, and so everyone's like, okay. I'm like, we should cancel. Okay, and everyone looked at me and was like, what? I was yeah. like, we should definitely cancel. Yeah, the, the NBA just canceled. Like, yeah. we, we should stop. We should just be ahead of it. At that everyone, point, we didn't know the fatality rate. We didn't know anything no. about it. And, and to, to everyone's credit, everyone at that table was a part of that. Like, yeah. it wasn't me. I was just joking. Like, yeah. it was Ruben. It was it was Adriana. It was, you know, it was Mike. 
Mighty Mike yeah. was a part of the decision. And I, I feel bad. I don't remember. There was other comics at the table and it, it, it escapes me now, but yeah, everyone was a part of that decision and made that decision early. And we're, I'm, I'm proud of us now. Yeah. Um, because that was, I want to say somewhere like March 13th, March 14th, some, right. somewhere in there, that, that Wednesday. And then I think it was the 15th that shelter in place went in effect. Yeah. We were, we were a couple of days ahead of it and yeah. it felt really good. Yeah. Um, after you know what? That. Actually the, the dates stick perfectly in my mind and I'll tell you why that Friday, March 13th was Friday the 13th. So I think it was the 12th, 11th was the 402, the 13th. The only reason that sticks in my day in my head is because we got notice from my kid's school that the school system would be going to remote learning. And then that Monday, 13, 14, 15, was when our, the governor officially said, that's it. Everyone stay home. Shut it down. And then, and then, yeah, it's just been a whirlwind. It's been a dream ever since. Yeah. A, a, a dreamy slash nightmare ever since. Yeah, I, I man, I... <laughs> the the things that I've done in in this time frame, it feels like it's been a year. Like I feel like as a person, it's been a year since yeah. March, and uh, like I I don't even know where to start. You have to be more yeah. specific on what on what uh, what's uh, gone on in, in that time frame. But well, what about the breweries? Did the breweries keep brewing beer? Let's talk about the importance of because here's what I read a report like maybe a month in that said alcohol consumption was like through the roof. So. So here's who was doing good the first month in. Zoom was doing good. Pajama companies were doing good. <laughs> Alcohol was doing good. And uh, what else was doing good? Um, there were a couple other things that well, were like doing Amazon's good. Amazon's killing it. Amazon was killing it. So there was a lot. There were some economical winners. Like no one's a winner in this period. No one's a winner. But there were some people winning economically. So was the brewery still doing okay Make it, or did they have to get shut down and not make beer anymore? So this is the, the, it was kind of, I don't want to say good timing, but for narrative, narrative fermentations, like what Santa Clara Valley Brewing has become, that was like a transition time already. Yeah. And so I think right about now or, mm. you know, mid-July is when the brewery probably would have been ready to be open. The first batches are getting ready. Like to- we've already sold beer. Okay. We've sold beer, but. Um, we, we sold beer, like two beers at a time. We wouldn't yeah. have been able to have an efficient tap room, like had like right. eight or nine beers. So we're ready, but some breweries have, I don't want to say have flourished because they've gotten rid of staff. Yeah. Um, and, and I tell you right now, like most of them in San Jose anyway, are, are maintaining everyone that they can and are continuing to find creative ways to get people hours. And like, yeah. what's great was they <laughs> the Alcohol and Beverage Commission, ABC, lifted pretty much every restriction for selling alcohol other than selling to underage people. Like before, oh, restaurants restaurants couldn't sell beer to go. Okay. If, if you had beer, they're like, sell it to go. We don't give a shit. Yeah. They were literally, people were See, trying, this is the stuff I like hearing about. Yeah. Because man. these are details that the average person just isn't aware of. Dude, this is, I'm not going to call people out because some people frowned upon it, but yeah. I thought it was gangster. One place was selling like, a restaurant was filling instead of like a growler. Yeah, we're filling like milk cartons with oh, beer at because, the tap just to get rid of their kegs because it's what they had, and yeah. they were allowed to sell it, and they didn't yeah. want it to go. And and in some cases, they were giving it to staff. Yeah, you know that way. But like some places, I have to say, man, some I, it was really cool to watch some places say, you know what, we made a fuck ton of money when yeah. things were good. Yeah, 
we're going to do everything we can to give back. And so there was a place, so I have to shout them out, like SP2, okay. where, where I was yeah, holding yeah, yeah. Uh, shows at. They were very, very kind and generous to let me have a show there uh, monthly. When they When the shutdown happened, they immediately got involved and were giving meals and toilet paper and things of that nature out to anybody that needed it. Nice. And it was focused towards the industry, like industry folks, restaurants, bars. But right. then they also got involved in other programs like ship shipping kits to okay. people that needed it. Yeah. And and they kept their DJ employed and, and did, wow. it, did it via Twitch. And so if you're coming to pick up to-go food, you there was a DJ there. Nice. And and so they did everything they could to employ people and, and give back. And a lot of other places did that as well. I don't mean to single them out, but they, right. like, you know, obviously they've done a lot for me. Yeah. And, and to watch their generosity was, was really cool. And, and, and their ass was on the line because the thing is, is I'm assuming not being in the restaurant business, but this is a cash flow type thing. Whereas if you don't have a big weekend, you tighten the belt the next weekend. Right. And so you're talking about more or less more multiple or less. weekends that it's like, Ooh, we don't well, you know, right now the problem is even with places like that, like day in day out staff, they obviously had to make sacrifices and not everyone's right. got to stay on board, but um, they've done their best. And, and the people that haven't been on, like, when they reopened people that wanted to get back on, I'm sure like they try to give opportunities, but with unemployment where it's at right now, I'm not right. sure if you're familiar with, excuse me, what's going on there. But a lot of people don't want to come back to work until August because there's a $600 increase. I weekly. heard about that. Yeah, It's yeah. insane. But isn't there a situation where some people aren't getting paid because the federal government's like not able to keep up with the checks or are they just getting the money out? No, I mean, it's unemployment wise. That's, I believe that's state run. Um, oh, okay. there's no problems with that okay. at all. Like it's very simple. And so some people got pay raises. Huge. Wow. The, I tell you that right now, like the maximum you can make on unemployment right now, what people, a, a lot of people are making is about a thousand dollars a week. Wow. After like after tax, you're getting $4,000 a month. That's a lot of, that's a lot more than some people were making to do nothing. Yeah. And I'm not blaming people, but so it, it's been tough for people to get employees back because of that. Now, end of July that ends, yeah. you're going to see a lot of people. Yeah. Rushing to go get jobs. To get and, and the thing is, the, the thought was that mid July, August is when we'd be back. Yeah. Signs are showing that that's not going to no. be the case right now. Yeah. We're, but, we're slowing down, but to go sales are still good to go. Yeah. Which is great. Cause people still drink. I think anyone with a job out there should be buying a meal twice a week from your local, whatever. And can I make a statement? Yeah. <laughs> do not, please do not. Use DoorDash, Grubhub, oh. Uber Eats. Please don't do that. Because I'll tell you right now. Tell me more. Because I do that. <laughs> 30% off the top from the restaurant is, a, is a, the kind of an industry standard. Oh. Right? Then all those fees that you see, those aren't necessarily going to the drivers. So the drivers aren't really getting these huge chunks. Like They're getting screwed. Probably. Restaurants do not make money on this. So right now especially, sorry to say it, I'm not, I'm lazy too sometimes, but yeah. Get your ass out. Okay. Get in your car. I'll and do Go that. straight to it. Delete those apps. And the other thing, I've heard mixed things about this industry-wise, but right now it's the evil we know. Yelp, all those places you've had great experiences at. Yeah. All the comedy places you've gone to, all the bars, restaurants, club, right. whatever it was. Go Yelp them and give them five stars that you okay. should have given them before. This is how we can keep these places like right. afloat. And and I, I'm, I, I'm not a big fan of, of some of these. No, me neither. But- like I said, it's the evil we know right now. Yeah. And and people use it. And until it's defunct or until we come like 
I'm sorry, it's not the movement we're going to make right now. No. You know, not, you know. Take down Yelp. You know, like that's, that's not important, but. Although I'm loving this boycott of Facebook. Oh my God. This is just, this is. I can't believe you said that on, I can't believe you said the F word on uh, your pod. <laughs> is it too controversial? Too hot? That's, All I want to say is. That's a part is, of the boycott. Don't even mention it. Okay. No, I'm just I, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. No, you know what? You know what? Yeah. I I, you're right. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Because I said this back in 016, there was an individual running and he kept getting pressed because sure, of the stupid sure, shit sure, he said. Sure. And now he runs the country and I sure. hate saying his name. I've never said his name in my, actually I've said it in my act, but sure. I try not to say his name because it's like, um, it's an energy field. And sure. that energy field runs on positive, negative. You know what I compare it to? You know, can I make, can I make like a, yeah. a less, you know, I'm not trying to air it away from, you know, political things. No, no, I have a less political comparison because yeah. my fiance and I talk about this all the time. One of the things that people always perceive us like, you guys are so happy, you're the best couple. And I'm like, mm. and so if they ever hear about any kind of like normal couple strife, I mean, we're yeah. together 10 plus years, we, right. we have normal 10 year couple stuff. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you know, you don't, every time I talk to you, it's great. And I was like, because when somebody casually asks me, how are you and Christine? Mm -hmm. You're asking me, you know, 10,000 feet. We're right. always great, ten thousand yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. When you ask me how are there's you, there's weeds Christine, in there, right? though. Yeah. But if you ask me how I'm doing with Christine, and I say, oh, there's you no know, problems. Yeah. I'm I'm seeding this energy in the universe. Yeah. That there there's cracks, and that that yeah. that that somehow deep down, maybe I want it to be like, why are you putting the energy out there? Yeah. If you ask me what doing the energy I'm putting out there, it's great because yeah. it is. It is like. Yeah. I don't care what fight we're in. I don't care what we're, we're struggling. She's we're we're in this together. We're we're, yeah. we're engaged. You know, I'm not. I don't have to put that energy out there. So, no. so don't, Yeah, you know, like when people, it's, we're great. That's, that's you actually know? the way to do it. And even though this podcast only has two listeners, <laughs> I will follow the tack that you just recommended. And I won't bring that up, even though I read that article and I was like, yay, right. but you're right. It's something that right. if, if we all just decided to interact, I actually did a solo podcast about this, but if we all decided to go back to face-to-face -face conversation, ideally, phone call second, ideally, and text third. Sure. Watch the world change in six months' time. Yeah. Watch the world change. Yeah. Because man. it takes a different level of um it takes the feed is a whole nother psychology than me and you sitting down and having a conversation. Absolutely. So absolutely. Literally. So even a text, even a text, a text can be very terse and short and just like, flip, flip, flip. but you go, I'm having a personal thing that the world isn't watching right now. And so right. I'm more comfortable to say what I need to say, not what I want to say or what I think will be hot for other people. It's what I need to say to this individual. A text, not the best. It'll work. A phone call conversation, you're damn near in a face-to-face -face conversation right. because you hear the inflections, you hear the whatever. Yeah. So I would, I just, I know it's a pipe dream because it's like you said, it's what we have right now and what we have right now will just need to somehow be um, designed or engineered in a way that makes interaction so, healthy again. So hold on, hold on. I gotta, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Can I ask you something? Yeah. I'm going to be very, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. What are you doing to make that universe happen? Well, I've I've said well, this. Besides, hold on. Besides this, obviously, besides oh, besides, besides this. literally what we're doing right now, 
What are you, are you doing anything in your personal life to affect you know, that change? So here's the thing. I've never bit on the feed and I'll just say the feed because there's dozens yeah, of yeah, different, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never bit on the feed. I throw stuff on the feed, but it's usually something like this. Like, Hey, I recorded this podcast with my, whatever, my buddy, sure. whatever. And so I put that out there, but the, the people who, um, I, I enjoy having conversations with and the people that I'm, I'm really concerned about, I'm usually hitting them up through text through Skype or right. that other chat message right, right, that, right, that we're all, right. that we all, that I don't want to bring up. We, right? we communicate digitally. Uh, yeah. We you know, communicate in many digitally. Different ways. Text, but, video. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's right. Yeah. So I try to do that. And then, you know, I don't have a big social circle outside of my family. So this that's is awesome. what, well, that's awesome. I think it, I think that's it is so pure. It's pure, but then I don't think it's all the way healthy. And, and I think when I got into stand-up comedy, I realized there was a huge, um, there was a huge um, piece of the puzzle missing from my life, which is another reason I jumped into podcasting because I realized, oh, it feels good to be hanging out with people, shooting the shit and talking about whatever, you know? And so what I will say is once I kicked off the, I used to, you know, I used to have social circles very similar to this stand-up comedy <laughs> up and until like, I would say 21, 22, when I started working a lot. Sure. And then I met my, who is now my wife around age 25. Sure. And then, you know, when you get in a relationship like that, so between work and uh, f like a, what I would say a full-time monogamous, it went from courtship right. to engagement, to marriage, to kids, to, to kids. I, I don't really, I didn't have social circles to necessarily nourish. So I'm doing a roundabout way to answer your question. So my belief is this, that, this is no better time in history than take those three to 10 people you really love in your life yeah. and put all your attention on them. Dude, I'm, I'm, I couldn't like, I couldn't echo that sentiment more. And, and, oh, here's another thing yeah. I'm doing. We'll talk about boycotting. Um, <laughs> I, I really am trying to not, I look at the feed, maybe 15 minutes a day, whatever the feeds may be. Sure. I'll see some stuff from you. I'll put a little heart on it or whatever. I'll see some stuff from you. I'll put a little heart on it. But I really am, I'm kind of ignoring the feed right now. And I don't even know if I'm going to put my stuff in the feed anymore, um, for at least for July. Can I put this in, yeah. in, in, my, in any aspects of my feed? Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm not out to, you know, enforce policy. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> that's my, that's, but um, what I was going to say is, uh, um, and then also watching media you know, journalism that's out there. Uh -huh. You have to stay informed, but there's so much heavy stuff going on that you got to turn it off every once in a while. Agreed. So I'll do three to five day stretches where it's like, I don't know what's going on in the news. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm sure there's a whole lot of bad stuff that I should be upset about. But again, I've got two kids that I'm focusing. I still have a job that I'm going to that I focus on and then a wife and whatever. So that, I'm trying that, to just, those, that's like, Three full-time jobs. That's, I think, and if to all do you it do, well, to do it well, it's three full-time jobs. Right, and and if you want, um, someone once said this. I forget who said this, but it's it's served me well over the years. Um, the statement is control the controllable. And when I turn it tune on to news or turn on to the feed, then I go, this is all out of my control. Like, what can that's not to say I've learned a lot over the last few months and I know where I'm spending my money. I need to be more conscientious about where it goes. Sure. 
definitely what I say on this podcast, I'm much more conscientious today than I was three months ago because I've been hearing some stuff on podcast street recently. I'm like, oh, you're so stupid because people, they'll say things unqualified. Sure, sure. Not even opinions, just thoughts they pull out of there and people run with that and they make it into news or fact or whatever. And I was thinking, and me and um, I had him on on a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about it and he's saying, I feel like some of these podcasters are really irresponsible with the stuff they're saying right now. And I go, I'm having that same feeling. People are out there podcasting, just pulling stuff out of their ass. And you do that on a podcast. How much stuff is I, have I pulled out of my ass on this podcast? Like right now, this is probably pulling out of my ass, but you pull things out of your ass and you roll with it. But there's a chance that some podcaster influences a person or two per people or 3 million people or 10 million people. And then what? Right. You have all this quote unquote fake news or fake stuff out there or just unhelpful stuff. Just, just mistranslated things too. And I think yeah. that's, that's what I'm noticing too. And you know, my, my influence on the feed of late hasn't been as, as funny as I wanted it to be. I made one pretty good political joke that surprisingly didn't get a lot of hate because there's not a lot of support for the presidential race mm. in any regard right now. I mean, there's, there's yeah. the, there's a, there's the, there's kind of a similar sentiment of like, you know, we, we have to do the right thing. So we have to make a, a bad choice, but we have to make a choice. <laughs> I mean, that that's honestly what I get from most people in my circles. It's like, look, we have to make the lesser. Of uh, and, and it sucks, but that's, that's the decision. A lot of people are saying now there's a, a do you want to vote for the pussy grabber or the pussy grabber? <laughs> So did you see my post? I didn't. So I said, what's, you know, if, if what's a better show name for the 2020, you know, presidential election? And I, I said, is it uh, to catch a president or to elect a predator? <laughs> oh yeah. We're supposed to I, I had one that said, uh, not, not as good as that. That was, was good kinda, because like that it. hits at the core of the problem. But mine was, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we got a big decision coming up in the elections so much so that we're getting a lot of international interest from outside of America. So much so that international filmmaker, uh, Werner Herzog is going to be making a documentary. The name of that documentary is dumb and dumber. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a weird time. I honestly, um, you know, this is the weirdest time for everybody. Yeah. Um, I've done, I've gone through a, a weird transformation. Um, <laughs> it's it's. Do you think it's for the better or worse? Uh, for me, I think there's things that are for the better. I think I've faced some things about myself that you don't face unless you're like stuck in a box and looking at yourself in the mirror every day. Okay, you know. I don't know if you can tell, but I've I'm, I've lost a substantial amount of weight. You're looking lean. Yeah, I'm, I'm down about 25 pounds. Okay, uh, and you wanted to be down 25 pounds, or? Um, I will say this. I, I probably should be down only about 15 pounds from where I was, but okay. it's a good start because I needed to peel off a lot of the stuff that wasn't good first. And so I think yeah. I, I I got a little too lean, um, but now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm building myself back up. I'm trying okay. to get to a, a healthier, like a, a good, you know, I, I used to be in great shape and I don't want to be back in that kind of shape because that took, it takes, yeah. I, like, like you said, we've got shit to do. Yeah. You know, I can't invest in that. And, Speaking of investing in time, like that has been, you kind of touched on it. Like the investment of my time has changed. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Me too. For the better, I think. 
Can I, I, let's put a pin on that. Can I tell you another bit I'm trying to work on? Sure. So you just talked about you used to be in good shape. So I'm the same way. I've had points in my life where, you know, I don't, this isn't for me to, to boast, but I was very proud of where I was at. Sure. Me, Physically. Me as, well. me as well. Yeah. And, uh, but now I'm at this point where I, I say that's a lot of work. Yeah. I don't want to maintain a Lamborghini. Yeah. Uh-uh. I want to maintain a Toyota Camry. <laughs> I'm into that. I'm into that. hundred percent. No, and and that's the thing. Like when I when I was at my my quote unquote peak, I wouldn't say I was a Lamborghini by any sense, but I was a really nice Mustang. You know, right. I was a really yeah. nice Mustang, American did, affordable muscle. And I did it. I, it was like one that you worked on all, all the time. Yeah, you yeah. Know, not, Shade not, tree mechanic. Not this is like a you know it was it was an eighty eight five zero with a got spent a lot of time on you yeah know, yeah and. But it, it, oh, take, it takes a lot. I, I love the back end of those. My favorite. My yeah. favorite. Uh, not that I'll ever be able to drive. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, things things are really different. I, I heard something recently, actually, that kind of like hammered home some things that I like what I realized like what I want to do. Um did you do you, did you watch the Rogan Elon Musk? Dude uh, drove me but I, I only watched a few clips of it, but that's what I'm talking about. That podcast i'm sure there were good tidbits so give me the if it was positive that you talked there's about. one positive thing i want okay, to share from give it. it to me it was just a it was just a frame of thinking so and i'm gonna butcher this i'm paraphrasing like crazy okay. i'm just gonna give I'm, I'm telling the story of how i perceived it okay this isn't yeah. what like was actually said so and that's anybody, important yeah because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. you perceive something that is one thing but the way you perceive it is actually more helpful to you it is. It is. And someone's going to say that, or somebody's going to say, I, I, I said it wrong, or there's a detail that I heard wrong. Whatever. Ah, I don't care. So, so what he basically was saying is, um, Rogan, I think brought up the thing like, you know, where are you going to build this like Tony Stark mansion? Right. Cause mm. you're the Tony Stark of the era, right? Like you're yeah. this, this crazy guy, like charismatic. He's got like a, doesn't his like a pop star girlfriend with his name is his kid thing, something you can't even write. Like he's just so weird. Yeah. Right. So he's talking his, about this his mansion. like fifth wife, by the way. Right. Yeah. So he's talking to him about like, did you want to build this house? And he's like, look, if, if I wanted to build this house and, and make this epic house, I would do it in his voice. <laughs> you know, I can't do it. I'm not going to butcher it. <laughs> So he, but he goes on and on about like what his involvement would be, because if it's that kind of house, what he would need to invest in it, because his mind and his engineering brain would need to have like a lot of input yeah. to do this. Right. And he just like, he thought about it and he was like, no, nah, fuck it. I'd rather go to Mars. Uh, and he's on a mission, whatever, what, and, and I don't, it has nothing to do with what he's doing, who he is. Thought was I'm investing a lot of time in building this stupid yeah. mansion in my own head, whatever that is, it's detrimental to his goal. And, 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 and even personally, whatever my yeah. mansion is, yes, whatever these mini mansions are, right. That we're building. Maybe it's a shack we're trying to build. Maybe it's a stupid, maybe it's a silly podcast. Maybe it's a stupid sports show on Instagram yes. that no, nobody watches. Yeah, yeah. I, now I can relate yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. more. Right. <laughs> um, so me and you might bring in four, four listeners. No, with our bro. combined power. I get 175 views per video, but I guarantee you it's the first five seconds of the video that they view. They oh. There's like two people that watch it because I'll get text messages from them because I've done some things interactively that people like. That's the way to do it. For, Keep right? doing that. That's yeah. what pays off. It's just pop, popping stuff up. It's you're, it's in the ether and no one cares. Right. So, I mean, no, they, but so, I, I want to go to Mars, you know, from yeah. my own Mars, not like theoretically, but I, I found, I found direction in my own Mars and, I don't like to speak in absolutes, but I've made some decisions kind of directionally about what I want to accomplish 
both as a as a comedian or or someone in the comedy world and and as uh you know as a human being a little bit i mean the brewery thing is i like i love doing that and that's i i'm so happy to be a part of it because it's also yeah. what i'm good at talent wise but it also is uh, like a vessel for comedy and um you know i'm like you said with family uh, there's a lot of comics i've been reaching out to i, I talked to probably i take two or three comics a week i have like a good one hour conversation on the phone That's the way to do it and just talk. And we don't ever talk about comedy. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I, I, I it's the only place I feel safe to ask questions. Cause I have some really dumb ideas because, okay, look, you can relate to this. Yeah. I'm a white guy. Yeah. And I've been raised in the, in, in the systemic environment that You're we're right. Yep. I, I know it's know. weird. It's weird. It, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm Greek. I'm Greek. And I read the handbook that qualifies. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, so I know that my brain is built a certain way. I yeah. know that my name being Brian Moore has afforded me certain things. Yeah. I know that I've never really had the judgment of a lot of people in a lot right. of ways. Now, I've also felt the judgment that a lot of people, but not in the same way. Yeah. So when I my brain goes a certain direction, and I think about something, I go, you know what? This seems odd. Like, uh, I agree with what's going on, but there's this part of it that I just don't understand. Right. I can't ask that question to a lot of people. You yeah. used to be able to ask that question freely in your social media. Be like, hey, I don't get this. And people would be like, oh, here you go. Like, oh, blah, 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 blah. right, right, right. And now it's like deleted. Yeah. And one thing, this is one of my favorite quotes from my my, my, my pandemic jokes is a little bit is yeah. um, telling someone uh-huh. on the feed that you're going to delete them is the new, you can't come to my birthday party. I, I enjoyed that. And it's yeah. like, what is it? Like, just do these things. But the other part is, I think that is a terrible way to think. I love keeping the wackos close. Well, and I don't even I love like it. Look, I love I, it. I'll, I'll even do the. I'll even do the. I don't even consider them wackos. No, I don't. Thank you. I so, don't. They so, get they get classified as this because you hear one thing and judge their whole life on it. And and I want to hear from that's these folks. what we're trying to get away yeah. from. And that's, we're trying that's to get it, rid of snap judgments. It does. So I. This is how I look at things. Um, there are. Um, and let's not go, I don't want to necessarily go political. I think you're right. Let's, let's steer yeah. the direction. So, um, there are people, not overwhelmingly, but there are people in my feed who have two, you can see two things in the, their thinking. And those two things involve hatred and anger. Well, three things, three things, hatred, anger, and ignorance. Sure. And maybe fear, maybe four things. But anyway, all of these things, if you look at critically, scientifically, you can't shun a person for those things unless they've really done committed crimes or whatever. You have to look at that the same way you look at mental health, like depression, anxiety. I think, and this is my stupid opinion, we all have opinions and like our assholes, they all stink. My opinion is that we need to start looking at hatred as a mental illness. And if you're looking at a mental ill person, like you would never say this person's suffering from depression, so I'm not gonna be around them. It's hard to be around a person with depression. It's really hard. But you wouldn't just write them off and say, this individual is not worth having around. Same thing with a person who's full of a lot of hate or anger or spewing whatever. It's like, I think there's a problem with that individual. A problem like a medical type condition, and I think as a society we need to start thinking of people who fall into these camps as 
they need the same kind of help as someone, you know, on the street or someone. Sure. Um, or, or, or maybe we're just crazy. Like maybe we, whatever it is that we see that, oh. that makes us think that maybe our view of, of the world yeah. has made us think that that, that's what our lens is, right? It's our lens. And then that's, yeah. and that's, that's my point is I, I say this, well, this is the great, this is the great part of telling these stories is because both sides, Christine's family and my own have, um, have sides that immigrated to this country. Yeah. So I can, I can talk kind of in loose terms a little bit. Yeah. So you'd be surprised who in my family supports what side and for what reasons. Dude. And it's crazy. And again, let's not get down this rabbit hole, no. but like, like I've seen something different where because I don't delete people. Yeah. I stay so educated on every points of view, every spectrum. Yes. And why people think this way. I have someone in my family who thinks very deeply about the things that I am like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. But this is someone who also had tragedy happen within yeah. the system directly to them yeah. where they saw something yeah. horrible happen, like with people of authority to some degree to yeah. where they just cannot be like now they understand all these, these yeah. intuitions of people being bad yeah. got affirmed. And so now it, it, when there's a leaning, they affirm that way. They, yeah. they feel this way. And so because I stayed open-minded, yeah, I got to learn that. But also they I, like, I feel like they learned from me a little bit. I learned yeah. from them a little bit. There's certain subjects where I, I don't get so uppity about cause I, I look at everything, man. I really look at everything. Like if well, you looked at my feed, you'd be like, what is BMO thinking? And, and, and I, when I say everything, I mean, I listen to a lot, a lot of both sides. Mm -hmm. I've been called a milk toast fence sitter directly by almost every person. I never person. heard that term. What is that term? Basically, like if you come to me and you say, this is a problem, mm -hmm. I'm going to go, is it 100% a problem? Is it 89 cent? Mm -hmm. Is it where, where is this lie here? Is this a coin flip? Yeah. And you land on one side of the coin flip. Are you a hundred percent in on this? Because yeah. then I start to question other things. Yeah. Because I'm like, if that's your motive, where do you, do you keep this motive all the time? Yeah. And so, so I do that with things that are like, now you're against me. And I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. I agree with you. But I'm, oh, so now you're just sitting in the middle. Yeah. You don't want to take a side. And uh. I'm like, I'm never going to let anybody know what my side is. Yeah. I'm just going to help you argue whatever your side is. Yeah. And this is the number one way you can tell I agree with your point. Uh, if I believe what you're saying, yeah, I'm going to fight you uh, in the opposition. Yeah. Hardcore. I think me and you've had these discussions. Absolutely. Before. Yeah. If, if I believe in what you're saying, but I think your argument is weak, yeah. I'm going to attack that argument. And people go, you're against me. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm trying to help you. So yeah. when you go out in the universe, we look better as a team. Well, you know? Can I also say this? And I'm about to get really let's do it. Foo -foo let's here. do it. Let's do so it. So we can't. I don't want to put any of our personal uh, identifiable information out there. But me and you have a very similar birth date. Sure. And if you were to fall, okay, well, fuck it. Right, I'll right. Put it no, out no, there. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw it out there. Libras tend to just go. Oh yeah, I see your side of. I, it, it happens to me in every debate where I'll be like, I. This is what I feel, and then someone will start talking and go. You make a good point. I also, <laughs> I, I also talking. like to fight. I also like to yes, fight. Like me too. I like to it's fight. It's contrarian. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah. if someone comes at you and you go, "That makes too much sense," then you start going, "No," and you go the other way. 
just because it's kind of fun sometimes. Well, and, and for me too, I always learn more when I do that. So like yeah. on, a, on a simpler, more like trivial way, like in doing um, some of my sports stuff mm-hmm. uh, at btv.ca on Instagram. At btv. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, um, I might gain a follower. I'll get, I'm yeah. on my I'm road to 40 followers, baby. Nice. Um, but no, like we have, I have these debates and the subject will come up. Mm-hmm. Like, what side are you on? And I'm like, I don't care. Which side do you want to do? Yeah. And be like, what? And I'm like, I don't care. That's, that's very lawyerly. That's how lawyers train. But it's, it's just a good exercise because then yeah. what I do is I find holes in my own arguments yeah. and I go, oh, well, I want to, I don't want to talk about that if I'm going to argue. And, and, but it, it's, it's also what makes I think do- it's called the, um, uh, so- the, something with Socrates, Socrates method or the Socratic method or something. Something. That it's it's right. very, it's rooted in philosophy to um, have to be forced to argue, to take a point and argue point and counterpoint. You know who did it for me? What? You know, it made me do, think this way. It was the greatest experiment in my life. My freshman year of high school, okay. I learned nothing in high school. Okay. In my first three years, nothing. Yeah, period. I don't think I learned. Anything I learned how to play baseball. I learned kind of how to talk to some people, yeah. but not really. You right. know, I, I I unlearned pretty much everything from then. But what was it? you learned something in oh yeah freshman, freshman year, year freshman year English class. We had this class, and um, the teacher who hated me, like this um, is I forget her name. Anyway, I don't want to call her out. Maybe yeah, she's yeah. Have, but anyway. let's not put her on blast. Yeah, she was a nice lady. She was, she really was. She worked really hard. She cared. She was a great teacher. Miss yeah. Thiel, actually. She Miss Thiel. She was a very okay. good teacher. She worked really hard. She cared about her students. She was frustrated with me because I was a bad student. Yeah. So at the time, I didn't appreciate her. She and you were probably it. all contrarian and shitty and whatnot. Not yet. Oh, not yet. She invented. Okay. She woke awoke the dragon. Oh. So check this out. So. I'll never forget. We had to write a paper okay. and it was like, pick any subject. Yeah. And it was like, this is true. And this is false. This mm. was the exercise. And so we, we wrote this beautiful paper, you know, wrote Dude, I love those exercises. And it was anything. Right. And I still, to this day, couldn't tell you what I wrote. Right. Couldn't tell you. Wrote a paper. Wasn't really all that passionate about whatever it was. Yeah. Cause I was like, <laughs> I didn't yeah, have yeah, anything. Yeah. I think it was like baseball or something right, stupid. Right. right. Like the DA shouldn't be in the national league or something. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. It was something dumb. Yeah. But this one, you know, very, very, Good kid, you know, great student, pleasurable guy. I won't okay. say his name. Okay. Let's just call him Matt. Yeah, <laughs> you Matt. know, Matt was a really good kid. Yeah. And again, good athlete, good student. All the day. And I knew right. right away. And his paper was um, creation is real okay. and evolution is fake. Oh, creationism. Like he basically, yeah. he's very religious. Yeah. yeah so yeah. He's, he's making his point that this and he wrote this beautiful paper. Okay. Well, after we turned it in. Uh, she didn't even grade him. She set him aside and said, now write the paper for the opposition. Okay. And he wouldn't do it. Oh. And he was very, you know, like, it's, I'm not, it's blast, you know, it just, oh, he couldn't do it. Man. Right. And, and at that moment, that's I, dogma. It, it just, I realized like people are bound by weird things. Yep. And so from then on, I just was like, yeah, but is it really like, yeah. And then I would just like question him. I was like, wait a minute. So like a 900 year old dude built a boat. <laughs> Let's do the real science. Let's you do know, the physics of finding two of every animal on planet earth. Let's well, do that I equation. Mean, and, and you know, if it, if you find, if you find one animal every hour, how long is that going to take you to find two of each animal on planet earth? And you know what? 
You know what? You know what's crazy is like the older. Like I've been agnostic atheist. I've I've like had feel, okay. I've had feelings from above, so to speak. I I don't know what I am. I, I don't yeah, classify yeah. in any way. But I got a lot more respect as I get older for certain parts of religion because I see them use it for community and moral standards. And just like anything else, there's out. There's people that utilize things poorly. Like the feed can be used so well as a communication tool uh, and as like an outlet for things and, and a way to, you know, advertise things with your friends. But other people use the feed for other things that kind of corrupt it. I think the same for that universe. I think it can be used a lot more probably but the people that don't well, really I, muddy the waters. Yeah. You. I'm going to come out with a, a another bullshit opinion on a podcast and I'm going to talk about Matt. So here's what I'm going to say when it comes to that. We could use words, whatever. We could use I'm not taking, tradition. I'm not, I'm not taking my pants off. Okay. Well, no. I mean, this is a pants-free zone, so whatever you want to do. Um, I don't judge. So um, what I would say is oftentimes when you come across someone like that, especially when it comes to religion, you could say it's rooted in dogma, tradition, moral ethics, whatever. But I think more often than not, my findings have been when I really try to get to know a person who's sung this way, there's a lot of ego involved. And when you can't counter argue your own part, or at least let someone, at least give it like, you know, there are some things like, let's say this. What if someone, I've been married 16 years. Congratulations. What if someone comes and says marriage is morally wrong? So I would go, well, wait, wait a minute. I'm, I'm doing all these good things and I'm, I'm happy. I'm genuinely happy. And they go, no, it's bad. And then they say all these things that marriage, this is why marriage and monogamy is bad. I'll entertain it. I'll say, okay, let's, let's sure. Cause you're like, monogamy is bad. Let's talk about this. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't No, I don't want, I, uh, yeah, no, no, no. That seems like a big hassle to me having more than would one. You, would you like hand sanitizer? No, I'm good. But I appreciate your, um, commitment to, just in uh, case, antiviral, man. antifungal, antibacterial. It's all for the camera, baby. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually just water. So, so what I'm saying is what you're doing is you're being very elastic in your anchoring of whatever. And so you get called milk toast or whatever the term milk, was. Milk toast fence sitter. Milk toast fence sitter. That's they, an interesting well, name. And this is the problem. But what I would say is that you keep a mental agility that is... Um, going to be more often than not, it's going to help situations because you can be convinced otherwise, especially if there's really um, significant findings or significant whatever that's kind of support position. Now, this is what I will say. There are just Newtonian truths out there, right? Like gravity. Like oh, look, the sun will rise. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like evolution. Can, can, can we, okay. <laughs> you know, there are some can, can scientific I, truths out do you, there. Do you, would you like um, your one or two viewers to end the video watching right here? Yeah, yeah, sure. So one- Cancel me now. No, no, no. Well, not not that bad. Um, <laughs> they're they're going to think I'm not as smart. So there was a stretch where I entertained, and again, I never thought the earth was flat. Let me just okay. say that. But I, I was like, what is going on? Because there was more and more people talking about it. And I was noticing there's like uh, stuff in YouTube. And I'm like, what is this? Now there's basketball players saying this. Oh like it just, it just didn't make any sense. I'm like, yeah. so I was intrigued. You went down the rabbit hole. So what it got to is there's this one video, you know, history of the fun. I'm not yeah. going to 
but I watched it and it was like, okay, wait a minute. I just need some answers for certain things. This yeah. is this is gonna fool some people. Yeah. And it also made me realize how little I knew the math of things. Yes. Or how little I knew to enough to argue. And basically what you see with, with that you know, that community is I come in with like Terminator two level weaponry on me mm-hmm. of information on how to to debunk yeah. you know the earth being round. And you're like, bro, I don't got time for this. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and then I'm like, let me argue with you about it. Yeah. And you don't know, and I've saw 14 months. Right? And basically I would just ask questions of people, like, yeah. yeah, but can you do that? And just take this out of the equation and like big things, right? Yeah. Like you like just dismiss photography altogether, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and as a whole, video, yeah, yeah, yeah. just dismiss yeah. that and then let's talk, right? And right. So anyway, like there's a lot of interesting things, and I don't want to get into them, but there was a lot of things where it's like, now I'm more intrigued with certain subjects of our geography just yeah. from learning from that. Right. And there was a, a, a very good video that came out where it's like, okay, here's a, a simple answer to this yeah. that you can give to anybody to where if you still think this way, yeah. now it's tough for me. Cause before I was like, I, I can't get a simple enough answer. And, and people were so, this is good. I really appreciate that you're saying this because you, you said, okay, I know everyone with a credential is saying this, Dude. But there's some people over here that are not credentialed, not, but I still want to listen to them. But and there was, still the, this is the thing. There so was what people, was the thing? What there was, was people on here that were like smart, like people that had like, you know, you know, physicists that are retired, that are starting to talk about planes and fucking ah, shit. Like, really? Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, maybe okay. it's fake. Maybe it's fake. I never uh, fucking looked yeah, at their yeah, degree. Yeah. I never yeah. Googled them. Right. But the, that wasn't my point. My whole thing is I knew it wasn't. I didn't yeah. care. I, was, it was, I wasn't trolling, but it was this, an experiment where like, you don't really know much. Yeah. So what if it wasn't? And and yeah. and then the only thing that I entertained to myself because the big question is like why would anybody why why would they lie? Right. Like why would they do all this? Yeah. Because my dad also, who you know, my dad works somewhere where satellites are built, mm-hmm. big projects where they I, like I know stuff goes down. Yeah. He gets paid. It's for real. He watches it. Like there's yeah, stuff yeah. that's where I'm like I know. Yeah. But like there's things that we can't explain that we should know about. There's yeah. certain anomalies that we should talk about. There's certain areas where it's like, why don't we know anything about that yet we live uh, here? You know, like that's so right. weird. Like, so that brought up things, but it, what it showed me is people are very, very mean uh, at one word. If I said flat earth, yeah, the look, because it was like, because they knew deep down it yeah. was bullshit, yeah. but they couldn't even entertain a discussion. Yeah. That's it ego also. I call that ego also. Right. And, and, and what I would do is I would just ask questions. Right. And yeah. it would, and then finally, like I said, when I saw the video that like showed, it was like somebody in Australia, somebody in California, somebody in Europe. And they're like, the sun's here. So explain that. Like it's yeah. south, it's here. It's like, <laughs> where over the ice wall is uh, this thing? Right. Yeah, like, yeah. so it was simple enough to answer that question. Yeah. Because when there's, it was easy to extrapolate other things. Yeah. Like people that'll say like dinosaurs are fake. Right. Right. Here's a fun fact for you. You're going to hate this. Okay. There's never been a complete dinosaur fossil structure ever found. Okay. Never. I didn't know that. Yeah, because 98.3% of one, 99.6% of one has been found. Uh, a 90s, we're talking chips of bones, right? Yeah. But if I say, never found a complete dinosaur. Yeah. 
But when you say 98.99, like, bro, that's a whole dinosaur. Yeah. You're not going to find 90, 100% of me ever. I'm, no. I've already lost some chunks of me. Yeah. Like, if you found me right now, you'd be like, we, that's not, is yeah, that, yeah. that's not a real human. There's only 98.6% <laughs> of him left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that a, feeling. There's a piece of his toe. His teeth are weird. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Like, get out of here. So, there's doubt. But it, 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 again, it was, I love the social experiment of it because- how I feel about certain things. Some of it I think is pretty, you know, normal, whatever. There's certain yeah. things where I'm like, mm, I think it's kind of weird. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, and I'm, it's more or less like, I got to find out what's wrong with me first to like figure so out. So you why always look know. inward before you look outward. Is that what I'm hearing? I, because I'm the same way. I'm, I, I, I get, I fall into anal- analysis paralysis all the time where I'm looking inward. So here's how bad it is for me. So I've fallen into, so in the nineties, I would say I was a conspiracy, conspiracy theory buff. I would say if podcasting is what it is today in the nineties, 100%, I would have had a conspiracy podcast. 100%. I I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. it. And I was into it. I was into aliens. I was into Bigfoot. I, they didn't have, no one was talking about flat. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bigfoot dump. But look, there's aliens, bro. The people that were alien- they were right. They were. They've been, they, dude. They, they've already said they've got UFOs. The government is announcing they've got. There's been some stuff. weird stuff lately, sure. hasn't the, there? The, the, the stuff. I don't know. If Bob Lazar's. But man, yeah. they, like those guys are right. Yeah. Those were tin foil hat cuckoo nest crazies back then, yeah. and now whether it's, I don't know what is it, maybe they're feeding us up now. Aliens are are, are more tablet The government. Well, we'll not aliens, but the the UFOs are what's showing up on radars, right? <laughs> Here we go. And today is the first episode of the Matthew and BMO conspiracy. All I'm, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is. <laughs> what are you saying? All Tell I'm me saying, all you're saying, every my, single my thing. My point being is like why I like. The to, people want to know, BMO. Why I like to listen to some of this stuff. Now it gets out of hand. It gets, it gets out, out of hand. hand. But the thing is like, I listen so I know that it's out of hand. Yes. Some people take one word and say, out of hand, it's crazy. But and you what, listen to a lot of it. But it, what, it, what it does is it creates this environment where you yeah. hear two words and you discount everything. So then it yeah. basically becomes on me or incumbent on anyone who's trying to communicate to grab you yeah. with their message in one sentence, one word, whatever. And if they don't do that, if they can't convey that, canceled, deleted, or I'm, on a lesser scale, I'm not going to read this or I'm not going to pay attention to this. So John, is it John Cleese? One of the Monty Python guys, he has an old skit from eons ago where he talks about extremism. And back then he's not even referring, this is before really, you know, like you had Islam extremism and all these other things. So it was, um, he was talking about extremism, mostly on the political spectrum. He, um, so BMO has runes right now. If you're listening to the audio podcast, he's uh, updating some runes. Uh, some runes, man, I'd like to scribble, man. Um, and he has something about extremism, but here's what I, here's why I always come back to ego because the ego more than anything wants to protect itself. And so if you have a point of view, what you do, you don't even necessarily dive deep into your point of view. You just say, this is my point of view that the earth is round. And the second that point of view is threatened rather than embracing the threat and saying, now I need to do my job to prove him wrong. Now I get it. It's not your job. Here's the problem. Here's the problem though. When you plant your flag in something, like let's talk about the flat earth to open your mind about being open to discuss things. Yeah. It's kind of standing on the wrong. Like that's what I kind of realized. Well, that's like, where I say Newtonian physics is like, that's, you can't, de- that's not up for debate. It is in this world though. That's what's nice. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, dis- I'm not disagreeing with you as a yeah. premise. What I'm saying is it's like, 
they will they will say no that's wrong that equation is wrong they'll say like you can't prove it and this experiment that i saw and i watched yeah. with my eyes and you know da 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 and like there's a lot of different things and 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 like i said the problem is there have been a lot of lies and things hidden from people so okay. when they see something like that it opens the door for other things or all things to fall in that window and that we're like, I mean, there's things that are proven like Gulf of Tonkin, things like that, where there's like false flag things with the military, things they've done, you know, blah, 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 blah. Again, not going to get into a, but uh, yeah, where, where it's like, well, if they lied about that. No, they lie about a lot of stuff. And that, and but usually the lies have to do with geopolitical economic things, not necessarily the earth being flat. Well, that's, that's okay. So the one, the one thing that I like, okay, I got super high. And, okay. and when someone, <laughs> Was when we were trying to explain certain things. Because to me, there were certain things in the sky where I was like, we're around. Like, why? Yeah. Like, but I also was like, why can we see so far in certain areas? Like, this doesn't make sense. Like, there's certain math things where I just wasn't, it wasn't adding up. Now, I didn't have all the right information at the time. Like, yeah. But just from that perspective, I said, okay, what would be a reason? Uh-huh. Well, if you were, like, right now, think about the uber, uber rich elite, right? Mm-hmm. And they want their islands. They want to buy, like, Hawaii. Sure. Right? Now, imagine the guy from... 500 years ago that the Zuckerberg of 500 years ago and that guy's family and the money that they might have, they might want like a whole United States as an Island. That's true. So they might, maybe the planet, the the Rothschilds, that was the conspiracy back in the nineties. The one thing that came up to my mind, and again, I was super stoned and I obliterated this thought in five seconds was what if we're actually like the size of Jupiter and 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 the Antarctica wall, whatever thing yeah. around it, is what stops us from going to the rest of this big, huge planet where all the uber e uber de duber de rich, uh, right? And I was like, the lizard people, right, right, whatever the aliens that yeah. started this or whatever. And, and I was like, okay, wait, this there's a thousand reasons why not, right? And and yeah. and I came up with, but I was like, okay, that's at least a, a fiscal reason. Yeah, that's a geo whatever you said. Yeah. That, like, yeah. To me, that was a money driven thing where I was like, okay, I can see them wanting to hide land from people. Okay. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, once you, once you see other things, you're like, okay, wait, the fact that (laughs) you can explain where light is all the time. Yeah. On a round, like that's like, it always works. Yeah. But you can't come up with one thing that works like all the time. Like, yeah. People, the, the, the the globe, (laughs) like they have a model that works. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no, you know, there's stuff like that. And like I say, that's a bad way. Like what's what's the craziest what's the craziest rabbit hole you've been down in your life well i say that one only because i went down that one where how, like how many months out of your life did you spend learning about flat earth a year okay a year i'd say where like maybe 30 minutes a day twice a week no I an would, hour a week i would say there'd be times where i'd spend like you know two three hours and then you know nothing for a yeah. while okay because you'd see everything and like there was nothing new it was then, a casual interest very 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 i have yeah, so yeah. many other um, dude my brain is fucking nuts like yeah it's going crazy all the time and, and i'm like obsessed with sports and statistics right. so i'm also going like i'll go from like looking at a video to there to go over to espn to like read a box score to look at a clip and the next thing you know it's like oh gotta go to pornhub for a second and then yeah. come back and you know well i mean uh I that's mean, I that's another reason why i call the feed evil yeah because it panders to our uh short attention span yeah. On YouTube, you know, and it, the algorithm is yeah. doing weird things, pumping us certain videos that basically distract us from our greater purpose, which you, in this time of COVID, you have found, you have realized the only thing I have been allotted is time. 
and that time is precious and that time is limited. So now you have something in your head where you go, this is what my time will be used on. Yeah. But the algorithm says, I want your time. And yeah. so I'm going to do everything I can to manipulate that monkey brain you have yeah. to keep it's clicking on it. things. It's good at it. It's oh, good at it. it's very good at it. Dude, they have the best minds on planet earth working to control and imprison our minds. Dude, you know what? This is the most upbeat podcast ever. I'm going to smile. Conspiracy. Oh my God. Conspiracy People, <laughs> Okay, know, no, but know. hold on. We didn't, so let me rewind. So I yeah, won't yeah. go down that anymore because I don't want to do that. Um, but, so, so you didn't went down flat earth. That's the craziest one you've ever well, gotten. Okay, like Cause seen, I think for me, it was aliens, gray aliens in the nineties. I would literally go into libraries because it was a different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go into libraries and bookstores and just look for anything that would support my wanting to have another biological being that has visiting earth. Okay, this is the, and problem. I was reading books. This is the problem with, with what I, this is what people think. See, the thing is, is I'm, I, I kind of, uh, led on to that. Like, I think aliens are real. So I don't think, and this is what a lot of people think when they get into quote unquote conspiracy theories, the people that do it, a lot of them are normal people that just see an anomaly in life and say, Nope, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a normal person. I, I, I know I go to, I'm not crazy. I think this, 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 you know, I raise my kids. I'm sorry about the, you know, I'm I'm educated. And then they get onto something and like, to me, call me crazy, whatever you want. Like I've always been like, nah, the math just works out. I'm sorry. Like there's other like if here you now flying, the, the, flying abducting cows. I, I, I don't go that far. Yeah. I'm just saying like, there's aliens. I don't know what, Oh, like what, oh. how it's, how it's been affected us. What, no, I believe, like, I believe 100% that there's biological life elsewhere in the universe. I also, 100, 110%. It I also happened. think that octopus might be aliens. Could I, th- be. I think, I think things that are in the, that live in the ocean that have come from meteorites that are bacteria that have developed over a thousand years could be aliens. <laughs> So hey, maybe, have you ever stopped? Maybe we're those aliens. Maybe we're bacteria that came from meteorites, and that's why it's been blah 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 blah. I don't fucking know. Have you ever stopped to study mushrooms and fungus? Absolutely, dude. Paul, Paul Stamets, dude. Oh, Get dude, that's out of alien. here, dude. That guy's a straight genius. alien, and that's the first um, life on the planet. Oh yeah, was funguses. Yeah, the first life that actually quote unquote terraformed planet Earth yeah. were mushrooms, small and large, but they would get bigs like monolithic mushrooms as big as this house sure. that helped uh, treat the soil to make it receptive to other kind of life. So that's right. weird. Yeah. That's a weird one. So it's like, what's, what's your philosophy on an alien? Like what, where do you land on what qualifies? Like, do I think it's like men in black where if I could, no, I like, don't believe no. that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't believe don't, gray alien. I don't, I, be- you know, I don't think like politicians or aliens, Lizard like people, I, I, I don't, I don't get that far, but I'm also like, Look at an octopus, man. Yeah, it's is freaky and it's smart. smart. But it also dies really quick. So there's something about the environment. Interesting. They I don't live long. Part. Like once they have kids, they protect it and they starve to death while protecting the kids. Damn, that's So they gangster. don't like get to learn from the, they don't get any like, everything is instinctual, genetically passed on. They don't. Yeah. So these guys can get themselves out of any puzzle, box, yes. maze, whatever. They're so smart with no nurturing, no... No, 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 no nurturing. All nature. And no, nature. and no brain like ours, right? They're just no, they one like big. Eight brains. Oh, eight they, brains? Or they're like arms oh. or their brains out of. It's like a nervous know. system or something, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's insane. But like just their, their ability to, to solve problems, like, but they, their environment doesn't quite fit. Like they die off so quick. Like something's huh. not, like the ocean is where they can survive here. Yeah. But I feel like if the environment was different, 
those motherfuckers would be they'd be making microchips or something. That, those things are way too smart. When you think about the fact that, like, think about what you learned from your parents or your or yeah. your mentors or whatever. Yeah. Now imagine you just were born, and you just knew, it. and then you watched your mom die. Yeah. Or saw like something that looked like you dead. You don't even know if it's your mom yet because you're fucking uh, a baby. Right. And then you go on and do your thing and you like find another one like you and you just kind of figure out that you can have sex. <laughs> like it's all programmed. I mean, in. it's all programmed. Think about that. It's the same with the jellyfish too. They're not smart. They don't problem solve, but they basically have no brain. They're just a bunch of cells linked together. And then somehow they know how to live. But what if, what if it's just underdeveloped because of the environment they're in, they're alien like bacteria that okay. have developed into something yet, or because they I'll buy like, into you that. You know, like that, that's my yeah. point is like, we have no idea. Like there's pyramids underwater, yet civilization didn't exist. Oh, like, you know what I mean. Like, what have is you this? ever gone is that down? An alien or is it where if you just hold on around? Have oh. you ever gone down the um? The people that I told I was on this podcast are gonna be so mad at me. Really? What did you want to talk about? No, no, just because they're like, oh my god, you're still talking about this. I will. We'll get to the stuff. Are we like oh, up on time? There is stuff. Doesn't matter, dude. We can keep talking. Okay, um, good. hold on. Did you ever read? I'm forgetting the. I'm forgetting the book now. Um, something of the gods. Uh, oh, oh, it's um, oh, oh. I didn't, Hancock. Something yeah, Hancock. Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock. Hancock. I didn't read it. Didn't you read it. oh, read it. go down that rabbit hole. That actually been, is a been, feasible. That's a very feasible. He he writes his his writing is a little heavy. It takes you a long time for me. It takes a long time to read through his stuff. But when he starts making his points, and now the stuff that came out at uh, Guado, whatever it is in, in um, uh, where is it? Somewhere in, um, not, uh, what, what's what's the, um, somewhere in the Mediterranean. Um, I missed it. Anyway, there's more and more stuff coming up supporting his thesis, oh, his hypothesis yeah. that says that actually there was an advanced civilization prior to 10,000 BC yeah. and there was a cataclysmic event. He thinks it was a uh, asteroid pr- around 11,000 BC that basically knocked a civilization that was either right, as advanced right. or more advanced than us. And that they were the ones who built the pyramids. They were the ones who built the Sphinx. Right, right. They were the ones who built all these things that we always thought, Oh, they built it 4,000 BC, 5,000. Right, right, He's right, saying, right. no, 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 no. That was like Maybe twenty BC, somebody, twenty thousand. Somebody BC. showed up, like the people that we know. They showed up and were like, "Oh, we're gonna we're new house. We're taking, we're taking over the pyramids." Like, yes, yeah, no, that, yeah. That, there's a fun, and he stat. he has some pretty compelling stuff that is now starting to be validated by yeah. a lot of different I've geologists. To everything that he said, like I've, yeah. I've uh, every podcast. So I'm, I'm I haven't read his books. He's compelling. Well he is. He's no. compelling, and it makes sense because here's. Here's something that in back in my conspiracy days, back in the nineties, this is what some, this always threw me for a loop. If you believe in evolution, which I do. And if you believe in the progression of biological species, our mind is the same mind for the last like 250,000 years. Now follow me on this BMO. 250,000, we have the same brain that invented cell phones, podcasting, um, moon launches. We're now doing rocket ships that we're going to send to Mars. In the last hundred years, we've been able to do, change our world to the point that if I was born in 1880 and then transported somehow miraculously to today, they'd be like, holy fuck, this dude's talking into what looks like a fucking squash or something into this blinking lights i've never seen 
they wouldn't, they would, they would freak out and end up in a mental asylum because they'd be like, this is not possible. Sure. That's a hundred years. Our brain is what it is for 250,000 years. There had to be some crazy shit going on at some point in our evolutionary. You can't yeah. tell me we were using sticks and fucking spears for 250,000 years when no. in a hundred years. No. Nope. And the problem is, this is one, I got a couple of fun theories about stuff. So let's do that. And then let's like pivot to something. Okay. We'll so, pivot to something. We'll so, pivot to sports or something no, like that. No, I, we, got, we got so much more fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So one of the fun, fun, uh, like kind of things I used to like go down is, um, cause just the, the Bible just freaked this. Like, so <laughs> it's so weird to me. Right. And, yeah. um, with more and more coming out about like DMT, and like natural things that burn and make you see things. Yeah. Follow me on this. Say, say there's, you know, we're, we're civilization is being rebuilt from whatever cataclysm that's, that's up. Right. Sure. Right. And this is a couple thousand years. So we've, we've started to come back. Yeah. These things are going on. Let's say we have a virus. I don't know. A whatever, pandemic right? that kills out <laughs> 20% of human population. So, Say we're we're doing this and we're trying to figure out like what happened. We're still yeah. like there's still this kind of like reach to the previous era, right? We're not too far away from this cataclysm to where there still aren't stories that are like right. my grandpa's grandpa was there. And yes. I know, right? Like yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so now imagine me and you are part like we're we're ahead of the civilization. Let's just okay. let's just be egotistical, right? So okay. you know, you're the king and I'm I'm the I'm your I like squire. It. I like whatever, where right? the story's going. And we're we go on some quest to find food or yeah. or whatever it be, right? Yeah. Or well, dragon, slave dragon. No, we don't believe that. Bad. Oh, okay, sorry. Come on, come on, come on. Keep we're dinosaurs. Gonna, no, we're just gonna no, kill just a cow. We're gonna um, kill a cow. And make so some we're jerky. we're out we're out doing that, right? And then so there's ten of us, okay. and you're the king, and then we're the we're we're very respected folks. You okay. know, you got your your advisor, and you know, I don't know, I'm your your jester or some shit. Okay, right. So we go out there, and we come up on like kind of a fire, mm-hmm. and so for whatever reason we go over there, like well maybe there'll be something that was like, we can eat over there. Okay. We got harm. So we go over there. Right. And next thing you know, we get up on there and everything's burning. We start breathing something. We start seeing weird shit. Like fucking oh, the tree starts talking to you. Yeah. You know, like things start moving around. Shrubbery you. growing out of your arm. Bro, a fucking snake comes yeah. up and says something to you. Oh. You know, like you, you look and you, you see this like shape that's like wiggling and like talking to your yeah. soul and tells you like you need to be a good person, right? And like yeah. just hits you with like these things, right? And then you just like you're freaking out. And you're looking at all your, you're, you know, we're looking around at yeah. each other. We know it's real. Yeah. And then, you know, we walk out of there and it passes, right? Yeah. And we're like, dude, we, we just wrote the Ten Commandments. We just talked to uh, a higher being. And we come up with some moral ethical structure. This is how we gotta do things, man. We gotta yeah. be better. This is what it is. We've we we it's like a trippy, weird experience. Yeah. And you know what, dude? And they dude, there was a snake and dude, yeah. there was a boat, dude, and I'm telling you there was a flood Mystical that told as me. Fuck. Right. Yeah. Like and, and now like the ten most respected people just walked up on a big ass like DMT bush that burnt and they all had a trip together and came yeah. back and tell everybody this and then everyone goes, Well, dude, they wouldn't lie. They're yeah. like the most respectable people. And then that's how something like the Bible gets written. Yeah. We have no idea what happened. Like, and, and you know what? For, for, for all we know, that stuff did happen. Maybe they did know. see it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. The fun part is it's like, I love embracing other ideas. Cause that's how you get to go down those rabbit holes. Well, you touched on a lot of stuff. I could unpack for the next four hours on last that one though. Okay. Go you know why going. we lose technology? Why we get dumb? Why? Because all the smart people live on the coast. And coasts get wiped out easily. 
Imagine if California got knocked completely out. If just everyone in California died. Yeah. Tomorrow. Because like it just fell into the ocean. And New York and all the coasts. Like imagine what would be left of the United States. <laughs> so now you're passing judgment on <laughs> I am. No, no, no. But no, no, not just that. Not just that. Like look, Silicon Valley goes into the dumps and there's no backups for this stuff. There's like... You know, uh, hos- you know well, hospitals like Stanford Hospital is, is uncompared. There's so much things that you lose if every coast disappeared that just things that aren't the same everywhere. Before I entertain that, yeah. before I entertain that and validate what you're saying, because I'm going to, I, I, it's incumbent upon me to um, make a, a slight promotion and, and uh, explanation. The internet was built, designed, and implemented specifically to shelter us from that type of thing. Meaning the internet, the data is everywhere. Sure. That that's the way it's supposed to function. So technically all of this information is in a data center in the middle of Utah right now. Sure. I'm sure Google has a data sure, center. Sure, sure, sure. So um that's the technical side. Sure. But then now on just to agree with you, I I think I think when I talked about ego and dogma, there are pockets within cultures and we'll just use America. We'll throw it sure, out there sure. that really anchor and solidify their point of view and defend their ego to the point that they can't see any other way of doing things. And I think that's what a lot of people on the coasts when, you know, like one thing that kind of drives me crazy is well, number one, as a stand up comic, I'll get on my, on my podium as a stand up comic. I consider all of our late night talk show hoax, except maybe Conan, I consider all of them to be hacks. I think they write hack. I think their point of view is pandering. Do they write? No, they probably don't even write. But I think they pander to what they think people want to hear. And so they're so dismissive of other people's point of views and ways of life that are in middle America that that's why we are where we are. So I don't like to be so dismissive of the point of view. Now, when you start talking about religion, this is where I can unpack for hours. <laughs> because religion, when it comes to the authority of religion, there's some a lot of parallels. We've had a lot over the last three years, we've seen a lot of shit come out on celebrities. And celebrity I consider to be the modern day religion, meaning... When someone has whatever celebrity is, I don't know what it is. Right. And I probably, and thankfully, I will never know what it is. (laughs) Thankfully. No, and I I genuinely say this to you, BMO. I enjoy this conversation with you knowing that it's me and you and maybe Edward Rubin listening to this. Right. So I I enjoy this more. No, I don't do live anymore. I probably will never do live. Um, (laughs) because I want to have that edit control. That's smart. I want to have that edit control. Um, and the way the climate is right now, I have edited. Um, so celebrity is getting disproportionate, um, influence. Yeah. Over politicians, over philosophers, over scientists, for some reason, if you're a person who can get on stage and make 10,000 people laugh, for some reason, your opinion is worth more than a guy who spent the last 20 years of his life studying a subject and dissecting it. And Dude, in, it's in, not about what you say. 
It's not about who you know. It's never that simple, man. It's never. It. I mean, we we run a popularity contest to see who should run the country. Yeah. Like, what, what do you that's think? That's dark. It is. You want to go to dark places? That's dark. But I'm just saying that's what it is. It's who's who's who can can make their ideas the most popular. It's not like a qualification. There's not like a test. There's not like. And I'm not and, saying there should be. I'm not saying there should be. I don't. Don't get me wrong. I am. I am just now dipping into this stuff because of everything that's going on. I'm trying to yeah. be more educated. Like I'm, I am the. It's hard, right? Well, I, I, I was, I was like the willfully ignorant. Like I, I just stayed yeah. out of it because, you know, because you could. Because I could. I'm the same way. But it was also one of those things too. Like I just was unaffected by a lot of things because yeah. I didn't have any money. So taxes, yeah. no taxes, whatever, dude. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. you're talking about five dollars on my page. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, like. I'm I'm trying to be more aware of certain things and and like like I do I'm gonna look at all sides and I'm gonna look at everything and I'm not gonna delete you I'm gonna listen to you and and like all I can do is try to be a, a good example for for everybody and my feed uh, on on the on one that's more picture driven um, I've adopted this new thing where I kind of do like two things together and yeah do lessons. I like, like that you're thinking and then, and it's yeah. you know it's it's come up. It's a value-driven uh, contribution, but it's also not opinion-based, and I'm not. I don't want to be. A, you, you shouldn't care what I think about anything. Yes, I am a dumb dumb. Yes, that's, that's me too. How, like I've I've had head injuries. Like like I don't get to drive because I'm so. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like do you want to go into that story or no? Not really. Okay, uh, all right. I'll we'll like, leave that for another. But day. like you know, I there's a lot going on where don't listen to me. <laughs> Don't listen to me. No, I'm like, you know I'm like, like, hey, oh, wait, hold on. Uh oh. I think I just got a new subtitle for the podcast. <laughs> Don't listen to me. <laughs> Am I making sense? Don't listen to me with Matthew McCarran. <laughs> I, you got to coin, you got to do it. Like, you have to make an audio no, intro. No, that should be where your like, podcast. Don't listen to me. Don't listen uh, to me. <laughs> uh, that could be your catchphrase on your sports show. Don't listen to me. You know, you know what? I think we just might have come up with uh, a, a, a catchphrase for uh, any of my shows on btv.ca <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, no, um, no, man. I mean, I think I think this the one of the things. Um, I don't know about you, man, but you seem like you got it together pretty much. Like, you don't seem to be too crazy. One of my favorite posts I put. No, I'm I'm fucking nuts, Bimo. Did you see my Did you see my mental health thing where it's like mm, give it to me? As um, and this one really, I, I probably saw it, but I don't remember the details. This one really rings true, and I want to talk about mental health before we get out of here for sure. Okay. Um, I'm it, not rushing you out. If you want to keep talking, I'm here, man. I'm okay. Here. <laughs> We we can make this thing three. We could do we could do it like Chappelle at at uh, Punchline when I went to see him. Do three and a half hours. I don't care. Um, now I forgot what we were actually going to talk about. No, you were going to talk about mental health because you put something on the feed. Oh yeah. So what I said is like, um, you know, having mental health issues as a comedian is like having a degree in the job market. Like it's uh-huh. not required for success, but it sure gets you to the top a lot faster. Oh, interesting. And. and what I'm realizing is like this, these part of these things inside me that make me funny. I don't want to say make me a comedian that make me funny. Mm. So far, all of that has been derived from some version of my mental health issues, mm. whether it be insecurity, like anybody that does small dick jokes, there's underlying insecurity mm. there. There's, yeah, there's like, well, let me, let me just say my, my penis is small to everybody so that, yeah. you know, like there's, there's just weird, like, and, and I, I just really got behind like what 
comedy was for me. And it was like this, it was like a therapy session in a weird way. I hear that over and over again. And, and, it, and, it, and it was. And when I didn't have that anymore, it started to like peel back the onion a little bit mentally on what it was. Oh, you was. didn't have an outlet. Not really, and that's why this dumb sports show that nobody watches that I do all the time, it's yeah. like, let me stay busy. I love sports. It, but what's wrong with that? That's No, I'm not wrong. saying anything wrong yeah. with it. I'm just saying, like, I put a lot of effort into something, you know, for because I just want to do it because I want to fill time, you know? And but I, is it effort, or is it just you're having fun? I mean, Because I never both, feel like this podcast is effort. But m- mine is both, because, like, I, I've been, you know, I get up at, like, 2 in the morning and watch Korean baseball games, uh, you know, like... I can I tell you one of my jokes and then let's sure, get back to you. Sure, yeah. Uh did you know ESPN is changing its name? Oh no. To WS WS W A N. What should we talk about now? <laughs> Great joke. Um, I, I, if I would remember the goddamn So I I'm actually sorry. one of my if if you'd watch my show at ever, you would know that I have a segment called Disputed. Okay. Where I actually talk about that, where it was like, you guys, there's like so much sports going on right now in the world. Not here necessarily, but there was like- I know, yeah. Right? Soccer's like, back in, in Europe. But Korean baseball is going on. I mean, okay. and, and there was other stuff. And all they were talking about was like NFL quarterbacks contracts. Oh, and, and they I'm could like, have been watching actual sports. I'm like, there's so much, even like talk about basketball, talk about anything else. Yeah. And then there was a stretch where they actually talked a lot about awareness of what's going on. Like yeah. a two-week stretch where they didn't talk about sports at all. At least what they did is tied stories into awareness of what, you know, what's going on in the world right now. So that, that was like great because they tied the sports world into it. Yeah. And it was a time where it was like, like I didn't, my, I didn't do my show for that week. Yeah. Because it was like, look, I'm not going to sit here and be like, hey, everybody, welcome to blah, 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 blah. I'm going to talk Korean about- Korean baseball. And the bat. Flip was insane, you know. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's like, a good point. And and I'm not doing that this week. And so I took some time off. And now I have a different Instagram channel so that, like, I can put stuff up like that yeah. less than or or like the pictures of flowers and stuff like that. Like I yeah. can be that guy on there and then have the sports thing there, so where I can just like if I can go on there and just be like just a bit outside. <laughs> like I can go on there if I want to do that. I can go do that if I need. Did to. Did you watch? The Shannon Sharp and Skip, what's his name? Skip uh, Valus. Valus, yeah. talk about race. Okay, so this is the thing. I it was will, so I will, absurd what Skip was saying. So, I was like, "Shut up, shut." So this is this is the thing. So I watch that show religiously, and I've watched Skip Bayless all the way back to when it was a show called Cold Pizza, and I, my segment was called Disputed because his show right now is called Undisputed. So I uh, like, so I watch right, and so and part of it is because Skip gets a lot of flack for being who he is a lot. Yeah. That's fine. Right. And <laughs> that's fine. He's hard to like, but he's also, he's also right a lot more than people want to admit. Oh. And, and, and the thing is I watch it religiously because I don't let stuff like that bug me. I just start watching. Right. Yeah. So, Oh, that stuff entertains me. Shannon Sharp is entertaining. But if you fuck. watched him for two weeks during yeah. this, you know, yeah, I only watched a clip. If you watched all of it, yeah. you'd be very impressed with what uh, he says and how he says. And that's yeah. the thing. That's why like we get into this stuff. And, yeah. And I would be the guy just like you, the reason go, Oh, what a dick cheese, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. look at this old crusty fuck. Right. But he, like five years ago, six years ago, like he wanted Riley Cooper who said the N word at a country concert while he's drunk to never touch a football field ever again. And uh, sat on his show and was like, get him out of the league. Uh, like he has been a proponent whether whatever from the beginning all yeah, the way yeah. back to anything that came to like defending 
you know, uh, black people. He yeah. has been a proponent of it. Yeah. From way before it was cool to fill your feed with stuff. You yeah. Know? And no disrespect to people that do that. And if you want to like keep it, I'm not, that's great. Yeah. But this is somebody who has a track record of doing this. Yeah. Think what you want about his stupid stuff about Tim Tebow being great and all this dumb uh, stuff. He gets, cause he's got to get ratings. No, he started you know? talking. He, well, he, the, what he started saying was just to the point where I, I was like, oh my God, please stop talking. He was talking about um, going to a, he was talking about his, his auntie. So a black woman who helped raise him. And then he talked about going to a, what are they called when they talk to dead people? A medium or a. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Chuck psychic. A psychic. Yeah. He started staring at sh- psychic. Oh, God, to I Shannon yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. dude, just shut up. We know you've got cred. We know you got streak. We no, it's, know it's not that just you, that. It's not like, just that. Like that. That's a part two where you got to take it for what it's worth. That it's a TV show. It's and, TV. And there's entertainment. And there, he knows that there's a big demo. I'm sure he did the research. or some demographic of people that he knows that believes in psychics. Uh, and you know what I mean? Like the, these guys are smart. They know exactly what the hell they're doing. Uh, and if you take everything they say, are you sure? Thousand percent. Okay. You, this guy. I, I mean, I know they're smart about sports. Sports is not for dummies. I know it's a very strategic skip, thing. He's been but, the number one person at this job in that time slot uh-huh. for over 20 years okay you don't do that on accident yeah there's a reason that guys like tuck carlson and rish rush limbaugh and howard stern and all these people yeah. that stay famous for years there's a reason for it and if you think they believe everything they say when they say it ah uh, you're right you're right it's all shock shock and awe and it'll get us to say it yeah on a podcast we're talking about it right now yeah how many other people are we talking about in the sports universe right now uh yeah no one actually that's and and i I gave i I bring that up all the time about like kanye west yeah he's gonna say something and he's gonna get on this discussion he said once they said what's gonna be your one regret in life and he said i'll never i'll never be able to see myself perform live (laughs) i love it that's the greatest thing anyone's ever said yeah and i was like that is i will forever talk about that yeah (laughs) like that was the coolest thing Ever and, yeah. and I watched it like when he said it, and I like yeah. I just remember looking. I was like, "That's the coolest thing ever!" And everyone was like, "You're a jerk." I'm like, "The guy's a genius. If you think he <laughs> believes that, you're stupid." Yeah. He put himself and says, "What's the most narcissistic, conceited thing I could be?" All it's the a time? pro wrestling uh, kind of mentality. He's a genius. Yeah, you got to play a heel. Yeah, because that would be fun. Yeah. No, I. I thing is, so I've just so some of my history. Why like a lot of people ask me, um, just a segue out of that a little bit. Okay. A lot of people ask me like. Oh, you're, 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 and I'm not trying too much because I'm not a comic yet, but like, people are like, oh, you're really funny and you haven't, you've only been in it for so long. Yeah. You know, but I've always done stuff like this. In like seventh grade, uh-huh. there was a, uh, we had to give a speech as somebody. Okay. In history. And I, mine was Julius Caesar. Oh, so yeah. I went in. I yeah. got a fucking sheet and made a toga. There you go. I grabbed the leaves and You commit to the bit. I had a ye old script. It's a ye old. You know, it's a ye old cue card, and it was like, nice. um, it was a paper bag that I'd like messed yeah, up yeah. and rolled into a scroll. Yeah. I gave roses to some, some girls in my class. So when Sweet. I went up, I came in, they were like, Caesar, Caesar. I did the whole thing. I, was like, rah, rah, rah. I did it like with a voice, and I murdered it. And I was yeah. a terrible student. And my yeah. teacher was like, What the hell was that? Yeah. So, like, I also used, I did this one thing. Um, so, there was a time where I used to play a great deal of poker. Okay. It's like actually how I, I knew that about you, and you gamble too. I don't gamble very much. Oh, you don't gamble? No, I don't gamble very much. I, I, I play poker quite a bit. Okay. I don't. I don't like to gamble because I'm. I'm usually wrong. Okay. About like picking games. I'm okay. not good at that. Um. But I, I. I was pretty good at the math part of poker, and then like okay. also being able to like play people and okay. and create. You know, you can tell stories and be somebody else. Yeah. But I used to. I used to go to Reno, 
and I would sit down and play for a long time and like be just a whole different person just to create some image. Like I, I had a bunch of money where it's like, I showed up with 200 bucks and if I lost the 200 bucks, I had to go home Yeah, because I, I, you know, I'm on vacation. I can't lose, you know, I'm yeah. like, but I'd go in there like that 200 bucks meant nothing to me. Right. And I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm a this, I'm a that. I'm a blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun to like be a character. So I, I think that's one thing I, I didn't ever exploit it as a comic is like getting into a character. That's, a, that's almost um, your like sketch territory. Yeah. I mean, I think it's what I grew up on in living color. Uh, and then later on like Chappelle show. I mean, you know who does a really good job at doing, being a stand up comic. I mean, a pure stand up comic, but also becomes characters is Jim Brewer. Yeah. He's one of the, he's, he's one of, I, I would say this of all the comedians I've seen in my life, it could have been the venue, but he's the one guy I've seen. Um, I don't want to say literally that's a, yeah, everyone yeah, says yeah, yeah. literally, but he was sucking the oxygen out of the room to where I was, I was having a hard time breathing from laughing and then looking to my left and looking to my right and faces were red. Yeah. yeah. Like people were laughing. So, and it's because he would jump into these weird characters and he, he's like, he, yeah. I remember his, his bear bit when he was playing, like he was a bear on stage and doing all these things. He has a lot of Jim Carrey ability. Well, oh, there you go. He has a lot of there you Jim go. Carrey. But ability. his writing is crisp too. That's yeah. where Jim Carrey, I think Jim Carrey relies so much on physicality. I'm but sure his writing is so good. good. That's like, to me, that's like, I don't know. Like that, that that's like asking Mariah Carey, like, oh, your, your lyrics aren't great. It's like Mariah Who Carey cares? could just belt. Yeah. You know, like Jim Carrey could just be, yeah. you know? So it's like, that's, he doesn't have to do that. Where, and Jim Brewer, I don't think he had to either. He, he just did. To, he but just he's got did. some clever stuff. Yeah, yeah he just did. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's brilliant. I like him. Um, Underrated. Under Oh, dude, I Underrated. can't believe. Of all these, I've seen comics who are right now at the pinnacle, and I was kind of like, ah, oh, you know, yawning through their set. But his, it's like no one talks about him. I went and saw him, it was like a year ago in Santa Cruz. It was insane. I didn't think stand-up comedy could do that to an audience. Hmm. And I've seen a lot of hot acts and I didn't think that you could get a room that whatever it was. Yeah. And it could have been because the venue was more of a, like it was, the stage was really high. It was, and it was a big venue it was probably, I want to say maybe 800 people. It could have had a lot to do with that, but I was just like, I left that feeling like, oh my God, is that what comedy can be? <laughs> yeah. Because I've never seen that at, you know, the improv. I've never sure. seen that at the comedy store. I've never seen that at Rooster Tees. I've never, I've seen a lot of funny motherfuckers, but I've yeah. never seen what just happened sure. in that venue. No, I've seen people like destroy rooms, but I, I, I don't know. I've never had that. Like I, I, there's a list of times where I'd be like, dude, this guy murdered, you know, but yeah. not, I, not, not like that. I haven't had that. I've personally felt that. Yeah. A lot of times and looked around the room and been the only, like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, like Jim Jeffries, I went to one and he told the worst joke ever. Like, the, the, mo I don't want to say the worst, it was the best joke, but it, it was. Which a, show did you go to his? Of it was his? an improv show. Oh, okay. It's got to be like eight. Oh, okay. Some time seven ago. Seven years ago. Yeah. It's okay. been a long time. And like when he was a little before he was peaking, probably. No, he had, he, yeah, maybe. I don't think he'd done the gun control bit yet. I think, okay. I think I actually went to a show, he was working that out. Yeah, so it was maybe like, because improv, he he probably wouldn't do improv right now, right? No, he would go to a much bigger. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he's he's doesn't have to do stand up anymore. He's got his. Yeah, that's his, true. But, but he told, like I say, probably one of the most like offensive, 
just grimy jokes and I lost it laughing yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I knew what it was and it was very clever and he's also that guy uh, and, and like I literally got looks from people like okay. you're a monster and I'm like Big yeah jerk. you know he kind of nailed it um <laughs> No, so guilty as charged, good sir. <laughs> yep, I'm a, I'm a bad person. Like I don't want anybody to be like me. Don't listen to me. This should just be like a social experiment where you like mon. It's it. This should be like uh, going to the zoo. You know, you're basically just watching like a spider monkey in its natural habitat. That's what you're watching right now. Don't you don't want to like be like the yeah. penguins at the zoo or yeah. like that. You don't want to be like that. Don't be like no. Me. Don't don't be like BMO kids. Um, you know what, hey, Vimo, if I ever wrote a memoir, you know what the title would be? Huh. Failure. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Don't let me write a memoir first. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Stole the name. <laughs> this will be the receipt. Uh, yeah, yeah. The name. <laughs> You'll go back and know, everyone will be like, we don't care. He's, he's more successful than you. And he was a better failure than you. Uh, so you even failed yeah. at being a failure. So we're going to let Vimo uh, have the book. Failure. Yeah, yeah. No, um. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, have you personally dealt with a lot of the mental health stuff? Like, are, are you? No, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest with it. I've had, I, I don't go, I haven't been to see professionals enough to know my problems. But <laughs> I've, uh, look, you know, your problems, you don't know if you have a diagnosis, right? <laughs> no, I know. I've been, di I've been diagnosed with depression and anxiety, but I didn't, I, I have never taken therapy serious. Sure, it's too sure. expensive for me. Um, I would just rather say roll the dice and maybe I'll blow my brains out in 10 years, but at least I can give my family, you know, somewhat sure, of a comfortable sure. thing than spend it all on. Um, you have life insurance that covers that? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I mean, well, if you, if you blow your brains out? it probably, if I blow yeah, my brains that. out, they, they probably won't get, I, I don't know. I should, so you should fine sell print. that policy out and then just invest in something out. Cause if you're, I mean, if there's a possibility, I'm not saying you should do it. Just prepare for the worst, you know? But what I'm trying to say Hope is- Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Let's just put it this way. The, Again, don't listen to BMO, kids. <laughs> don't listen to BMO. Definitely don't listen to McCarran. So McCarran, the DNA pool of McCarran is, is it's a minefield. It's a mental minefield. And, but, so this is what I'll say is, um, yeah, there's problems. I don't think it has anything to do with my outlook. I mean, my, I don't think I do comedy because of these problems. Sure. In fact, I think comedy probably at some points have added to the problems. <laughs> I knew you were going there. No, and I have a bit great. about that. I don't want to do the yeah, bit no, right no, now yeah, on the yeah, podcast, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but a lot of people say, this is therapy, this is cathartic, this helps me. Comedy doesn't help me, but there is a compulsion to do it. But I don't think I do it solely because of the problems. I think the problems are there. I think I've learned, I'm 44 now. Um, Congratulations. I'm, I'm, I'm a few months away from 45, so... I think what's happened is I have a number of coping mechanisms. Some are health, some are really healthy and sure. others are not so healthy, but I've had enough coping mechanisms that have kept me away from things like major depression that has affected job and relationship. It's kept me away from alcoholism. It's kept me away from drug abuse. It's kept me away from a lot of pitfalls that people with my kind of issues have. But um, this is what I'll say is um, I think sometimes I fall, um, I, I'm very extreme on the spectrum where sometimes I'm delusionally optimistic <laughs> and other times I'm just full on nihilistic. There's no meaning to anything. Sure. So, but you're, bi I think, so you're bipolar. No, I don't think, I, but see, it doesn't. You're uh, probably bipolar one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Absolutely. I, I think, um, optimistically, 
I think that, um, I think that where was I going with this? I think that all of this stuff I do with the podcast with stand-up comedy overall is something that, um, it does help me understand myself better. And so for some reason, I think I have some kind of shield, some optimistic shield where mental health problems are not going to get me. And and I think I'm going to be fine, but it's not because of comedy. I think if it wasn't for comedy, I would do something like ride by. I'd have, I've rode bicycles. So you talked about being skinny. I've been um, an endurance cyclist oh. in my life to where I was down to like 5% body fat like 170 pounds. Like I, I walk around right now. I'm probably walking around at like 185 well, to 180. You're pretty tall, right? Like six, two? Six, six, one. And so my normal healthy body weight would be 185 to 190. I've been at like 174. So anyway, I know obsession and I know extremism, but I think comedy is just another thing. It's not because I have problems, but it's just another thing that I latched onto. And this whole shelter in place kind of made me reevaluate like you, where I go, do I really want to, chasing this the way I was chasing before? Or do I just want to hang out at a bar with some cool people and tell dick jokes as sure. it were, like you sure. said? Sure. And I think what I've settled on is that's my role. I don't want fame. I don't want fortune. I think money is a, uh, it's a fool's errand. And I think just sitting in my garage podcasting with BMO and <laughs> other others of the like, I think it's the healthiest thing I can be doing with my time. And then go, and then once the bars open back up, then I'm going to go back in. I'm going to tell my five minutes. I, I think where I was before this shelter in place, I really wanted to work on enough material to where I could confidently pop off 15 funny minutes in any given time. But now I'm just like, I think all I want to do is open mics. Yeah. I think that's going to be my thing. I, I don't, I don't know. I've been, I've been, I've been struggling quite a bit with, with like direction of some things. And I think I know. I, I know what I, I'm feeling right now. I know the direction I want to go right now. I I know I'm also <laughs> like I I actually literally have in a different language, but I have never the word never tattooed on my chest because okay. it's like this weird anomaly to me because never within itself like shouldn't exist because there is no never right. Never is extreme. Like there, that's and, an extreme and, word, and, and I hate the absolutist attitude, right? Yeah, as, as a milk toast. Fan, that's a right? that's a nihilistic outlook, and too. and I think, dude, I I don't. This is weird to say, and maybe this will change, but I don't think I'm supposed to be a comic, man. Yeah, and 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 it's. I went into this early on saying that I wanted to like run comedy shows and have a comedy club. Event. Like that's what I used to like, oh, tell, right? Like that's what I used to that's say. That's a good dream. That's what I used to say early on because I, I said that though as this insecure, insecure deflection of saying like, well, I can't make it. So mm. let me just have this alternate goal, right? Oh, Let me have God. this thing that I can say I'm actually focusing on. Let me hide myself behind this promoter thing or this yeah. whatever thing. Let me, let me say this because then when I fail, yeah, that was never what I wanted, right? Right. And so, and that's honestly, I think, when I like would lay my head down, it's like, yeah, that's cute to say that to people, but come on, man, like you didn't want a comedy club. Well, no, like I, I kind of did, but to say that that's what I really was doing in comedy versus I didn't 
care to be a famous comedian or get yeah, successful yeah. as a standup right. independently as well, right? Yeah, yeah. At that time, I thought I could probably do both. Right. But I would kind of deflect to the producer side because that's what I was better at for at the time, okay. right? So I could hang my hat on that. And you know what sucks? It also sounds less dreamy. It, it does. Sounds like a pr- it sounds it like a very does. pragmatic. It does. Okay. Do you play golf? Nah. Okay. So, well, okay. Let me, yes. I play golf probably once every 10 years. Okay. I so love the golf. shit out of it. And then I forget about it. So this is the perfect analogy. So very early on in golf, I started late. Right. Okay. And I already, I have like some athletic ability and I watch golf and I've swung clubs, but I like, I didn't uh, play anything. I'd yeah. gone to the right. So by the time I picked it up, it was again, later, later than yeah. most. And I wasn't terrible right away. I could kind of figure it out. And I think the second time I ever played golf, I went to Prune Ridge, not too far from here. Okay, yeah. And on the last hole, I like I was not using a driver all day because he didn't really need to, and yeah. I, I wasn't good enough, and I didn't want to just. I, every time I go to the driving range, that just the, the, I, okay. every time I use my driver, I think so. I'm, they're they're like, harder to control than the other clubs. Guys, like yeah. just use it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. So I go up there super loose, thinking I'm going to shoot a shitty shot, and I hit still to this day the best shot I think I've ever hit. The nice. second time I ever golfed. Yeah. I'm still chasing that shot. Yeah. Now in comedy, the first set I ever did was was hosting for a road feature, and I was terrible, like any everybody yeah. is, right? Yeah. But then I didn't do comedy again for two months. Uh, not an open mic, not at anything. Just practice at home. Was determined not to be embarrassed again. Yeah. Did the same thing with you a knew your act, right? I, I went back to it. I didn't yeah. know it yet, but I okay. figured it out after being on stage. Yeah. Like that one time, so I went back to it like hardcore. Uh, dude, I mean, I can't tell how many times I did it in front of my mirror, in front of a couch, on walks, doing it in yeah. my head, not in front of audiences. And the second time I did it, relatively speaking, yeah, there was people in the room that good saw, set. saw the first one, yeah, crushed. Okay, relatively speaking, yeah, because yeah, yeah. the expectation, most of that room had came to the first show. Oh, so they were like, so we gotta ex- watch this dude. Everyone's expectation yeah. was was like, okay, Bimo's yeah. gonna do his thing, and then the comics. Would yeah, play. yeah, yeah. And and when I came off stage to see see that now i was like okay i could do this okay you know it's like and oh no no i'm just gonna be a producer but i remember coming off that stage and seeing the look from not only comics that i knew uh, but people that i had just met two comics from somewhere else yeah that we you know just going i saw the look in their eyes i know genuine looks they didn't think i was gonna be amazing but they were just like whoa this is okay. your second set like, what yeah. the fuck like i saw and from from then on it was like all right yeah but now, like, I've talked to a couple people really close, and you know, I get, I get extreme with things. And I, I, it, although I say don't say never, don't say this. As internally, I use it a lot, and I think that's why I have it tattooed on myself because I need to remind myself not to be that way. Because I don't, I genuinely think it's a terrible mindset. But I also, my my brain gets in these locked in modes where it's like, nope, this is this, this is that, this is whatever, and you can't tell me anything. And then I come out of it. And I'm like, dude, who was that guy? Yeah. I wasn't, dude, you don't think like, and so, but I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm ever going to grab the mic the same way ever again. Well, you know, I mean, you know, this concept of different, but the same, right? So if you're into doing sports and keeping people engaged with that, that is a form of entertainment. It's not stand up comedy, but it's different. It's different, but it's the same. No. And you could do that. Sure. No, I mean, and I don't even know that that's going to, like, I have aspirations of that differently. Like, I'm, I'm actually, with that part of the of thing, moving it over from my personal Instagram into a separate one is I can give that login to other people and I can have individual contributors. Now, that does not, that's not, that's not Brian 
TV. That's not BMO TV. That's BTV. That's an ambiguous thing. But then I, you're falling back on your promoter. No, no, no. But, th- but that's the thing. Yeah. I think that's what I was meant to be, man. Oh, I see where you're going with this. I don't know that I was uh, meant to grab the mic all the time the same way. I think I'm good at it. I think I have an affinity for yeah. it. I think I could be a part of it, but... Stick with what is proving to be... Look, man. I could, I could try to build this amazing house and go to Mars. Yeah. I so, could just fucking go to Mars. Okay. You know what I mean? And yeah. and all the time that I spend spreading myself out, trying to be the right best jokes. at everything. Yeah. Because I'm one of those guys. And people will tell you, like, there's so many people that know me. They're like, fuck, man. Like, you're, you're, you're a comedian. Mm. Like, what the fuck? Like, two years ago, you weren't a comedian. Now you're a comedian. Like, yeah, with yeah. people. And you work with people that I've heard of. And a lot of it's smoke and mirrors. And they don't yeah. understand the industry. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm propped up amongst my social circle a little bit because they don't quite understand how everything works yeah, you know yeah, yeah. that's that's fine i'll take it you know yeah. it feels good but all of my accomplishments that i'm proud of right or as a producer mm. yeah that makes sense there's not one set where i can go bitch yeah yeah, yeah. i mean there's i've done well i'm gonna I've, hang my hat on that i've that done so happen. i've done really well i've walked yeah. off stage just being like fuck i'm the man yeah but other times, no, you know, and, and well, just, you know what you got to do. This is, this is for me. I, again, I, I shouldn't be saying these things because I don't have enough experience, but if you aren't loving those 1145 spots at caravan, I do though. And see me too. I do though. Yes. I love those spots where you just go up and go, all right, there's one drunk guy. Let I'm, me see if I can entertain him. I'm better than, than I am. I, okay. I'll say this. I'm at my best at, at, Woodham's Caravan, late, yeah. late night, right? See, that's I, what I like. I do well there. Or, bigger the lights, the better. Okay. Every single time, it was like a lot on the line. Like when, when I had those two, I'm not going to clout chase, so I'm not going to say the names. But yeah. There's probably three or four of them. But there's like people I've worked with that are bigger names. You work with Dean Del Rey. <laughs> I wasn't, I'm not trying to clout. <laughs> I, was yeah, trying, yeah. I was trying not to like name, but I don't want to like be that guy. But the, the thing is, I got to work with Dean because I was a smart promoter. Okay. And I was able to book him, not yeah. because I was a great talent. And he said, yes. "Oh, I need to, I no. need to book Bimo." Yes, and that's a difference. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But to other people, they go, "Fucking, I saw Bimo, Dean Del Rey." Show. Yeah, like, yeah. and then that's not the same thing, right? And 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 other comics the same, you know, working yeah. with Frank Castillo and, and and other ones like that. Yeah. That's really cool. But think about that: was that a comedic accomplishment or was that a producer accomplishment? It was. Yeah, it was kind of producer managerial. It was very much more in that vein, yeah, and yeah. that's what I think I have. And and when comics talk to me, like. But there's nothing wrong with that. No, but I think the only re- what makes me good at that, yeah, is that I get respect because they've seen me grind, yeah, a little bit for a, you know for ten minutes basically, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, relatively yeah, speaking. Yeah. But they've seen me out there grinding. They've seen me get to certain spots. So when I'm like, hey, this is how I want to show. Yeah, I'm not just the bar owner that's got money. Yeah, like no man, he's been at Woodham's. You know, he was at Woodham's right. fifteen out of twenty weeks. Yeah, you know, and and one of my still to my still to this day, Pete Munoz get a big ego if you want to. I know you probably won't get this far along in this podcast. Maybe I'll have to tell him uh, one forty five. I got to start okay. doing clips, but I'm I'm like you. I, I mean, I don't really I don't care too much right. about this podcast. No. So, but it's like so still to this day, one of my accomplishments. I think one of the things I was most proud of to accomplish in comedy, and Pete has booked me for a lot, and almost all the money made in comedy came from myself or came from Pete. Okay, but I got to guest host Woodhams. Open mic on okay. Monday. Okay. To me, I'd You're made good. it. Yeah. To me, I made. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that you don't make it, but 
to have somebody in the industry believe in you, get, you know, put you on shows, cool. But to hand them, like, if you're like, hey, BMO, I need you to, to do my podcast for me, I'd shit the bed. I'd be like, oh, yeah. my God, you want me to take your baby? Yeah. And, like, take the ship? It's one thing to get booked. It's another to say, hey, can, and it's it, it's Woodhams, right? Like, it's yeah. super casual, but I, I I was the guy that got to do that that night. And, yeah. I, and I, I think it's a pretty short list of people not named Pete Munoz that got the host at Woodhams. Yeah. So, um. You know, little things like that are enough for me, and I get garner enough respect in the community. And like I say, I'm not saying I'm I'm not making any statements, but I just like to to sum it up in in this continuous uh, whatever the metaphor, whatever. I'm I'm gonna go to Mars, man. Yeah. I, I want to spend my time going to Mars. I don't want to spend my time going to Mars, building houses, uh, doing this, doing that. Like I, and Mars is producing big shows. I don't know. You know, I guess so. Well, you gotta, I mean, you gotta say it. You can't just say, I want to go to Mars. And then there's nothing, there's no. Well, I'm just, what I'm trying to do is not be an absolutist, right? Like I'm trying to say is I want to focus on me. And right now. But isn't there power in saying, this is what I'm going to do and sticking to it? It's, it's one thing to, to make public statements. However, they yeah, are. Public statements are tricky. Versus I'm with you. what I say inside, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, and then yeah. what I because and that's part of my mental health thing. And I and I, okay, so one thing I, I definitely because one thing I, I got to get into because I want to make sure we talk about it is um so one cool thing that went around. I hate these challenge things on the feeds, right? I am like, oh, I would never accept them. So right, but then I got one from from a somebody that I first of all I like really respect, right? Yeah. And and also somebody that I know there's some wavelength things where we're similar. Right. Ah. And then the, the, what they nominated me for at first, I was like, I'm not fucking doing this shit. Like, uh, I, yeah. I, just, I just said like two weeks before too, like in a post uh, on my feed saying like, I love my friend so much. I haven't been nominated for anything. Right. And yeah. I was like, you know what you're doing. You're inviting it in. Right. But I'll just ignore oh, it. Right. Yeah. But this one, I, you know, I get this one, I get that one. And this one was a push up challenge. And I'm like, fucking stupid. Thing. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm going to do it because of who it is. And I care. And then I looked at what it was. And it was a mental health awareness okay. thing where it was like, you reach out to people, get them to do some push-ups, get them to like be aware and reach yeah. out to other. It was like, get a hold of people. And the person that did it at first, I was like, eh, you know, yeah. you, you go, you run down your list, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. you, you, who, who will do it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. will do some push-ups. He yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. do some push-ups. But then when I saw that it was a mental health thing and I looked back at some of my feed uh, I realized I was leaving breadcrumbs, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. there was things out there that was little, little reaches for help. Yeah. Passive aggressively in, in a weird way. Uh, Sometimes my little less than things are inner reflections that I'm hiding behind yeah. bigger messaging. And I think this person saw that. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, this is important. Okay. And so I did it for a little bit and then funny enough, like mental health got in the way and I stopped uh, doing it consistently. Right. Yeah. And then me and this person, um, recently got to hang out yeah. in, in a safe enough fashion and had a yeah. great time and, and talked about it a little bit. And, okay. and they were like, you don't drop 20 pounds without a little bit of like something going on in your head. Uh, Especially when I know who you are. Yeah. Because that means you're obsessing. That means you're, yeah, you yeah. know, you're blah, 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 blah. So something that I've always said, and I don't know if you've heard me say this before, so maybe I don't say it enough, but people ask me like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. And I've always said ups and downs, smiles and frowns. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know where it came from. I know that it's some amalgamation of like a bunch of things that people right, are like, right. right. It's like, you know, it's yeah. not like I, but I don't know that, but I've always said it. 
ups and downs, smiles and frowns. And I, it was this weird way of just getting your attention when you would say, how are you? Cause yeah. how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, 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 Nobody yeah. would say anything. They'd be like yeah. ups and downs, smiles and frowns. I was like, Oh, that's oh, when people say, how are you doing? They don't want to hear bad. Right. So this is my way of being, right. And then people kind of look at you funny. Me and a buddy have been talking about that. Like for the, how are you doing is such a throwaway question. What if we really get into it? <laughs> Which is kind of something I'm doing. Right. And if you're asking me how I'm doing, chances are with my crazy ass brain, yeah. ups and downs, smiles and frowns is real. Like yeah, yeah. I'm having a lot of emotions in a yeah. day. And so yeah. it's a good thing. And so what, what, what's come of that a little bit, what I think about a push up is it's kind of an up and down, Yeah, you know, and an up and down. It's a metaphor. For smiles and frowns, yeah. right? But then everybody can't do push-ups. So one thing that I'm doing, and I'm going to show you, this is what kind of my breast is out. Uh, I'm not going to like show the public, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. But like, so I've been working on, so not this, this is, to see, that's what stuff I do when I get crazy. But, okay. Um, let me find this uh, thing. So see, see, like there's the ups and downs, smiles and frowns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's clever. And so this is going to become a t-shirt. Yeah. And and I, I don't know the organization. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm going to do an ups and downs. Smiles and frowns. You know, maybe smiles from frowns, smiles, you know. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to try to do something where I- No, I, but this is another part of our culture. Like frowns are okay. They are. Sad is they okay. Are. They are. See, and that's part of my thing. It's like, look- Anyone and, who's watched Inside Out knows. Yeah. <laughs> Again, don't listen to BMO. I'm an idiot. But like, like to me, I, I get up in the morning and I go on these two hour walks- like I have uh, coffee, smoke a little weed yeah. and I get in this weird mental state where I'm walking and my blood's pumping and I'll get sometimes where I start giving my, the speech I'm going to give Christine when we get married. Yeah. I start crying. Uh, and then I'll like give a speech I want to give to my dad, but we're, we're you know, we're, we're, we can't have that speech, you know, yeah. we're, we're too, you know, I can't do it. I don't know. And, but It'll I'll, never happen. But I I'll know do what it, you mean. But I'll do it and I'll yeah. cry, you know, and, and I'll do other things where I'm like, I think about people that aren't here or things like that and I'll cry. Yeah, but then also I'll laugh and I'll listen to music. I get pumped up. Yeah, I get angry. I yeah. like man almost every day. You know, yeah, like yeah. I do literally. Have, and it's about embracing it and understanding it. And I think being a part of it. And so I'm gonna raise. I don't know exactly how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna sell those shirts with yeah. that on it. And I'm gonna start instead of a push up thing, an ups and downs thing. Ah, uh, so a squat is an up and a down. That's true. A jump is an up and a down. If yeah. you're more you know, if you're more advanced than that, you can do some crazy push yeah, yeah. up and down. So I'm going to start something, the ups and downs, smiles and frowns. And, and I'm really, I, I need, I, I guess I'm asking for help on like where I, that money or capital or energy should go. Yeah. So if anybody does watch this and yeah, has yeah. any input in that, like I, I know that I, I have a really good ability to get people together. Yeah. And people always seem to get around causes and, although there's plenty of good causes and a lot of other places you can put your money, we can't ignore mental health as an yeah. issue. And as someone that deals with it on, on a daily basis and, and underdiagnosed for sure. Yeah. But like awareness is key. Yeah. And, and communication, you know, and, and being able to give people outlets to feel normal about being a little, you know, yeah. a, little, a little bent about yourself. And I think this is, a very timely discussion because how I'm looking at the world right now. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Um, but I think I, I do. Let's try and maybe wrap up in the next 10 yeah, minutes, yeah, but yeah. go for it. Um, in fact, they're yours. Um, I, I look at it like what we need right now is we need an effort like world war two. When the U S army stormed the beaches of Normandy 
with however many tens of thousands of soldiers. We need that effort, but we need it with mental health professionals into the streets, into the communities, because I think so many people, I mean, we know it even before all of the movements that have kicked off in the last two months, which are very critical with the inequity and the brutality towards the black community. We knew homelessness was a catastrophic thing going on here in the Bay Area because you can't go anywhere without stepping over someone who's either um, mentally ill or strung out on opiates or something's going on sure. where- Someone needs help. Yeah. Everyone, we need armies of social workers in our streets. Armies. And until that happens, and that's why I say we live in a moment in time in history where let's stop thinking about our next iteration of an iPhone. I think we, it should be the, the economy, and it's easy for me to say this. I have no answers and I have no understanding, but <laughs> it needs to be a full stop until everyone feels safe, everyone feels heard, and everyone's getting treatment for whatever fucking ails them right now. And until we do that, I don't know that we can move forward again. Oh man, that's like, again. That, that, there's so much to unpack there, and yeah, philosophically speaking, again as a contrarian, I can you know, I, there's, there's again, there's so much to unpack there. I I think, I think it's important to get behind things that you believe in. Yeah, you know, whatever that may be, and me personally, I'm not telling anybody to do this because not everyone has the capacity to do so. Yeah, and I don't have the capacity to do certain things that others do, but yeah. I am going to continue to listen to the entire spectrum. Yeah, and 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 hopefully I can. Ha- the, I guess my part is to is bring people together. Yeah, both. I guess in the aspect of bringing people together for shows. Yeah, bring people together to help raise money or awareness. Um, but I think that's my part, and I and you know I'm going to catch some flack for it, and that's fine. You know, there's going to be people that are like, oh, you should be more strong about this or feel, you know, this is more, you know, there's a lot more things that are very, you know, polar for people. It's either this or it's that. And I'm not a this or it's that guy with a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong. There's plenty to be this or that on. Yeah. You know, but I also think that there's a lot of gray area in between a lot of it. So, um, you know, I I hope that I can continue you know, with the progress I've had and, um, help raise awareness for folks and, and give myself, um, what's crazy is I think I I will be more mentally healthy by helping others get mentally healthy. I hear that a lot. That the best thing to do is forget about yourself and help someone else. And I I wouldn't even be forgetting. That's the cool part. You know, it's embracing and and talking and, and, and more, maybe more people will talk to me, but I, I can't wait to actually put some, like it's fun to say that I want to do that, yeah. But I really can't wait to like. Get so something. you you want to get some logos, get them on t-shirts, and then start. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and just and just really start pushing and be only about that. I'll, you know, be completely transparent and 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 understand that like I'm no expert. I don't yeah. know where it should go. I just know that I can bring people together, and right. I think I could get some funding for it, and I think I could sell a t-shirt. <laughs> you know, for for 20 bucks and, and I know somebody that can give it to me for a lot cheaper than that. Right. Right. And, and, and give all the extra, all the, all the extra to something. And yeah. the person that I'd be buying the t-shirts from is, is a person that's very supportive of other things that are important. So right. he's a local person. I'm not, you know, wouldn't be buying from a corporation. So yeah. Supporting local who, who also puts money back into the community. Yeah. While also doing things. I mean, it's all good stuff. 
And you know what? It just makes me feel better about the monster that I think I am. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, well, yeah, we're all crazy. We're all this, we're all that. We're all flawed. And I can accept the monster I am more if I do something with my time that's at least relevant. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I think that's, that's true. What, what is that? I forget what, was it Tolsky said the, the line between good and evil runs through every man's heart. Something along those lines where it's like, look, I want we, to know we're all, who that was. I need to read more of that. So tell me who that was when we're uh, done. Cause that is, that is right. That, you know, that, we might be able hit. to find that out right now with the, um, the stuff hey, that I've okay just been talking about. I see you're, you're okay. What do you mean? I see on your computer, there's a big old thing in the middle. It says an X on it. Oh shit. It just came up a little bit ago. Okay. Hold on. What is that? Oh, I filled up my space. Sorry. Too long. That was about, well, like, you know what? Our audio. Okay. So we have a choice. BMO. Did that just pop up right now? Maybe a minute or two. Fuck. Maybe a minute or two. So I'm still recording audio. Sweet. So whoever listens to audio will get all of this, but that's the YouTube stuff. That's um, okay. Why don't we do this? No, hold on. The audio people get this. The video people don't. So, um, the line between good and evil. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. That, cause like I say, I, I, oh man. Which means, which <laughs> oh, means wow. we all have full capacity. I, you know, that's there, for both. There's that, you know, the, the Batman. Oh, thing. Al, Al, uh, Alexandra Solensen. I knew it was one of those ru- Russian Send writers. me that. Text me that, please. Yeah. Here we go. Have you ever read um, Art of War? Yeah, of course. So one thing that I'm... Dude, that's my Bible. Talk about Bibles. That (laughs) one is my... Have you read Going Pro, his follow-up to that? No, I need to. Yeah, you got to read that one. One of my favorite takeaways from what's going on right now for this, for that book is um, to defeat an enemy, Uh you must really, truly know your enemy. Right. And to truly know your enemy, you have to love them. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll get behind that. And to me, that's a part of being accepting of all views. Yeah. And learning. It's like, if I want to accomplish something or persuade someone, or I don't want to defeat them per se, but I want to get them on my side, I have to know how they tick and love them and be a part of their life. And if I don't do that, I'm never going to sway them. Love is an important message, man. Yeah, man. So on top of you know, that those mental health workers getting out there and helping people fight through their, their emotional, spiritual demons is that we got to start loving everybody for everything and stop being so extreme. So a lot of the people who plant themselves in a side on top of being egotistical, I see a lot of compensation. Do you know what I mean by saying that compensation? Meaning when someone really shits on this person who fucked up, yeah. And they know they fuck that person fucked up. And so I'm going to shit on you as bad as I can shit on you and say whatever I want to say to make, they're trying to make themselves feel better and feel pious and feel righteous. Sure. And, virtue, virtue signaling. Yeah. 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 And so it's like, well, you know, there are some true, e- truly evil people out there who we need to marginalize and kind of put, but most of the time when you're really giving it to someone and this is where comedy, um, Comedy is an interesting space because I think, um, I, do with my phone. I don't know. We got to find it before. Oh, I got it. I got it. Um, comedy is an interesting thing because comedy is critique. You can't escape. You can't escape judgment without comedy and critique are the same thing. 
I agree. And so when people, when comedians come out and try and put someone on trial, it's like, well, wait a minute. How many times have you shit on something that's good and you should be put on trial? That's why comedians are always going to fall the hardest because we've said shit and we think about shit that someone else finds reprehensible. So the people who file the hard, hardest will always be stand-up comics. I, I mean, I, I see again, just, just as who I am, I'm not going to say always fall the hardest because like I, I'm, you know, there's obviously case to case and I agree. Comics get it because they put themselves out there. They expose themselves quite a bit. <laughs> Both figures. <laughs> but, um, we'll be here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, um, <laughs> it took me two hours to get a laugh, uh, <laughs> laugh button, but I'll take it. No, um, like, I, I think like, look, I, I look back at myself and I'm like, look, I have not been the best dude my whole life. Yeah. And I look back at some of the stuff I've been through and I, I justify a little bit where I'm like, I made this mistake because this is how I was brought up. And these are the, the circumstances of right. where I was at. So I justify whatever mistakes I make. And I, what I try to do is, is do right by him after I learn. Yeah. And if, if it, you know, oh, you know, BMO stepped on a dog's tail once, like, yeah. you know, whatever it might be, yeah. I'm going to be like, you know what? Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm going to continue to say like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a great dude. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to be better. If, if right. on, on the standard that I want to hold myself to, I'm not, I'm not there. Yeah. And I never have been, but I'm that type of person. I'm yeah. never going to be there. Right. I'm always going to look back and go, God, fucking, you did that. You're the dumbest guy. Yeah. You're so smart. Why would you make, you're the dumbest smart person I've ever met. Uh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like uh, that's who I am. And I don't want to be that way, but it, it, it is who I is. And it is who I is. Uh, that sounds right to me. But, um, I just, I, maybe that's why I'm more accepting, you know? Yeah. Because I'm like, look, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I've, I've done that's dumb I shit. Do who am I? Who am I? You know, glass house. Yeah. And every time somebody gets pious or on their, their yeah. high horse about yeah, something, yeah. that's when I start to go like, wait a minute. Yeah. You think this about this, but you don't think that about this. Yeah. 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 Like, like people with like, Oh, um, plastic and this and that. And you know, turtles and straws yeah. up their nose. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, no, no, I don't disagree. You know, that's, yeah. that's bad. But, but then you can fucking go to McDonald's every day. Yeah. 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 You know, or you, oh, you go to your boba place and you got your uh, straw that you yeah. rebring, but then you throw away the cup. It's like you're complaining about this sliver of a thing. And, and, and look, the one thing I'm trying to learn is just because you're aware about one thing and you're wise about one thing, yeah. but not the others, I'm not going to try to judge you because you don't know the rest of it. Yeah. That's the one thing I've, I've done too much is where it's like, hey, you know what? Good for you. You figured that one out. Yeah. That's what it should be instead of, yeah. you know what, you figured this out, but what about the 5 billion other problems that are going on in the world that you should have an opinion on? It's like, but you want me to be educated about 5 billion things and yeah. do a job? I can't do it. No. So. You can't. Just, I'm trying to be more accepting of others, understanding that, you know, glass yeah. house, man. Glass I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I want to be better. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm a dude in my thirties. Yeah. That's trying to be a comic. You know, like, yeah, what, yeah. What, don't think. Producer. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Don't tell that shit to Ruben. He ain't going to watch this shit, but he, no, or listen no, this far. No one's going to watch this. He don't hates worry. it when I talk Your about Your secret's that. safe with he me. He hates when I talk about that. Yeah. He's so mad. I got to get him on the pod. I got to get a lot of people. I'm, I'm actually, we got to wrap this up, but yep. I'm actually, I'm starting to think, I appreciate you coming here. By the way, I appreciate you coming here, but I appreciate I'm, being here, man. This I'm, I'm kind of like thinking, 
Oh yeah. Podcasts, dude, I always walk away from podcasts feeling better than before the podcast, but, um, I'm starting to think I might go back to zoom just because when I do check into the news, I look at the numbers and I go, we're keeping I'll back. say this. Are you worried about it? Or are you just look, like, look, I have so many plans. Okay. So okay. first of all, you have to think outside the box. That's all I can say. Yeah. You know, and, or think inside the box, but understand the box that you're in. Yeah. Don't just think about zoom. Think about Twitch. Think about other video platforms. Think about things like YouTube. Think about lives. Be creative. I don't have the answers, but yeah, this is the new normal. Period. This no is online entertainment is the new norm. Yes. But there's going to be a hybrid thing that's coming along, that, and I'm working on something for it. And it's probably going to be shitty, and somebody okay. else do it better or take the idea and run with it. But I don't want to say Zoom, much like we say the feed. Yeah. Right. Putting yourself out digitally. It's the only way content yeah. that's going to be the thing. It's the only thing. And that'll be the thing that gets you once we can go back outside. Yeah. Especially after the length of time that we're going to spend oh, inside. Jeez. Think about we're only at the start. Everyone that was on the sideline. Yeah. Everyone's going to be rusty. Yeah. And if you didn't jump up and do something, yeah. you're not going to have a following. You're going to, you're not right. going to have people that are on it. That's why I commend the folks that are getting on this. Like, um, Cynthia. Yeah. Uh, Jordan did a great job. Yeah. You know, there, there's, and, and so many others, uh, Serene's doing a great job, yeah. um, with their second floor, okay. but, but there's, there's going to be hybrid shows. Right. And if people don't start thinking that way, you're gonna be out in the cold. And I've yeah. got like a hybrid show where there's a restaurant that can have people Okay. where we're going to do it in front of them. Yeah. While also streaming it. Yeah. So that people can watch and that That's way, gonna you, be the thing, yeah, right? it's going to be the thing. People need to get a hold of that. So. I'm is not, it out there in perpetuity or you have to be there for that live thing and then it's gone? Meaning like, okay, you go up and you have six comics. Are they set now on YouTube or nope. is there set? Okay, that's good. I think that's better this because- This is Twitch. This is Twitch. It's it's yeah. not, it's, it's it's a live thing and then it goes away. Yeah. And, and the thing is, formatting of the show will have to be as such yeah. so that you're not trying. So I think things like Pick Your Poison yeah. are probably going to work. Yeah. In the digital format and have worked in the digital format. Yeah. We got to talk about that. Pick your poison. It's, watch it's it. Happening. Yeah. Pick your poison comedy. It it's, happened last Friday, right? And it's happening on the 10th, not this Friday, but next Friday. Okay. Not the third to the 10th. And it's a great lineup. Actually, Ivy Cordova. Amazing. Uh, Stephanie Clark, Steph Clark from LA. She's a talented lady. Her and her husband do a lot of great stuff. First show I ever did was with Tom and Steph Clark. Yeah. Um, um, Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna bomb this. A lady named Tilly that I met in Idaho. Okay. Uh, Tilly the comic. Okay. And then, um, oh man, I'm gonna kill it. It's, it's Jalisa Robinson. Jalisa Robinson. Okay. Jalisa Robinson. She signed up for the show. And then uh, Mike Kaplan as well. Okay. Uh, great lineup. Um, I'm really excited for that one. And then we have one more, and then we're gonna reevaluate. Figure out what the next format should. Yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, Home Remedy is what it's called. This version of it yeah. is called, and I think we. we we know that we need to evolve a little bit and, and there's some things that we want to do to make the show more fun, more interactive. You yeah. Know? And, and so, um, but nonetheless, we're thinking about that, but it's also, there's a live element that needs to happen. I'm working at a show at a much larger venue. It's got outdoor capabilities that has capacity for hundreds, if not a thousand, but also okay. putting a, only a hundred to 150 people in it. Right. To, so to there's space. Safe, right. Yeah. And, but also it, it has an element to where you can be live and have some feel. Oh, that's great. We so, need that. I want that so bad. So all I can say to anybody that's trying to be a producer and or a comedian is 
stop thinking as if this is 2019 yeah and things are going to go back they're not going to look at what's happening think into the future yeah you know take some mushrooms and fucking you know (laughs) again don't listen to brian don't listen Um, to brian but no no seriously like go wherever you need to go and find something new and create because this is a pivot point in history no matter what we want to think this is a pivot point in history and the precedent has been set that when things happen, we can shut down and the government, you know, there, there's things that will happen now. Yes. Like who knows COVID-19 is great. Who knows about 2021, 20, 23, 24, 25 COVID, <sighs> whatever yeah. the Corona, who, who knows when, whatever. I'm not going to make a stupid punny joke about it, but like, yeah. you know, who knows when, the, like now there's an, a, a way yeah. and kind of a system. And because of how easy it is to order food and things yeah. have delivered to your house for most of us. Yeah. Um, this could be a new normal. And yeah. and if you think, if you think that any bar owner or any club owner is going to want to stuff their capacity into a no. building ever again, no, you're out of your mind. No, the new codes will be like, if the building used to say can't accommodate a hundred people, it will now say can't accommodate 25 people. You know, you know what it is? You know what it is? Is you know what? these model A's are coming out and that's cool and all, but yeah. nothing beats my horse. You know, yeah. like if you're going to, if you think that you're going to have bar shows that you make yeah. X amount of dollars on packing the place out because yeah. you're this and that you are kidding yourself. Yeah. That will never, I'm, I'm saying, okay, never step yeah. right here. That is never going to be the same period. That will <sighs> never come back the same because no one. Is, so you don't think improv will go, let's say improv is what um, a thousand seater. No. Five, 600, 600. Do you think it'll never be 600 again? Ever, ever, never, ever, 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 ever. I think what they're going to do huh. is they're going to have the max you'll have is whatever it is, is half. You'll have group isolated things. I mean, a lot of the bottoms is, is separated already, but you're going to see a, a drastic change in it. Timing is going to be different because you can't just push people in, push people out. You're going to have to figure out exit strategies. People will adapt, but it's never going to be, like super stacked. The last show that I went to at improv where 500, whatever they sold it out. There's people standing up. Yeah. Packed the place. Right. To the gills. Right. That will never happen again. So it won't be, Oh, we're all immunized. Nope. <laughs> because the new thing will show up. Yeah. They will. I'm sorry. We're, I'm we're overpopulated. So viruses are going to keep hitting us. And honestly, whatever you think it is, it just, it's a precedent set that when something shows up, the possibility yeah. to shut down for a month to deal with it is now in our culture. Yeah. So, it's like TSA. Once yep. those, once yep. those yep. planes flew into uh, the twin yep. towers, we were never going to get on and off a plane without a hassle. And, and we were perfectly okay with a lot of the changes that came with it. And, yeah. and we need to think similarly with when it comes to performing uh, yeah. and being outside adapt, please, because I'm not going to be the pioneer of this stuff. I need people that are smarter than me, more talented than me that have been diving into this to take control of that. I'm yeah. going to do my best to be a small platform, like yeah. do do small baby steps so that smart. So other companies go, Oh, oh okay. That, that's what we boom and, and yeah. exponentially grow it. Right. And hopefully that's what I can do with some of these stream shows, half, half right. live, half not yeah. bigger venues with smaller, whatever's happening. So, yeah. Oh, I gotta, I gotta yep, wrap yep, it up. We gotta do this. I gotta wrap this it up. This is so much fun, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was great. Uh, all right, Brian. All right.